so yeah, like we were playing with him and then he was just like, yeah, send me pictures of your feet. And we were like, whoa, Gator, that's weird. But uh, super nice guy. I mean, we were, you know, having a lot of fun with him up until then. He was like, yeah, Gator loves his feet. It's like, yeah. He, right, um, he sent me a message like after the show went live last week and he was like, hey, just make sure that you don't put anything else in the podcast about me liking feet because it's kind of personal and I don't want to get out there. So I think like as long as we just talk about it pre-show and don't actually put it in the show, it should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. As long as we we can just like play the you know intro music now and then just start like start recording now and then play the intro music. Okay. Deal. Potato. 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 Thumbs podcast. Potato. 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 Thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Potato. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode... Anyone? Notes? Notes? 219? 219. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got this. Let me uh, consult the notes real quick. Uh, All right. It's episode 220-219. Okay. Welcome to episode 220-219. Uh, we are Potato Thumbs Podcast. Tonight, we are talking about Fast Five from the FFCU. We got Hell Ghost. Yeah. We got Nessie. Hell yeah. We got the dirtiest J, and we got our man Afghan Santa. <laughs> I do really like the uh, Seattle Kraken shirt. Uh, oh, wearing. Thank you, thank you. I'm excited for the season. We'll we'll see how it plays out because oh, okay. my Blackhawks are going to be a fucking dumpster fire this season. Is this a hockey team? It is new. Yeah, new expansion team. Yep. That, that new new. Any uh, connection their... to Seattle? Uh, no, not particularly. Uh, a buddy of uh, Cam and ours, or Cam and mine, uh, went out there, and he got this for my birthday. Um, so I fucking dig the logo, and I dig sea creatures like the Kraken. So it's kind of a match made in heaven. What a guy! I know he's a gem. Nice. If you're if you're like getting really into it and cheering for your team, are you crack a lacking? Oh baby! <laughs> wow, shortest episode ever. Play that exit music. Yeah, we yeah. already did. We already played, played it. it again. Exit God. music. I said, <laughs> like you weren't even listening. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! All right. Well, I uh, we got a movie to talk about, boys. That we do. Yes, we do. Fuck yeah, Daddy! I was far too lazy to go back in time to count, but. Uh, General impression is that uh, far more car accidents than this one that should have killed somebody happened than all of the previous four combined. Mm. Yep. A lot uh, less racing in this one, too. Should we tell everyone what movie that we're reviewing? Yeah, going. Do you got the details? Are you <laughs> yeah, going to let us know, buddy? Yeah, bust it out, man. I, I do have the details. Nice. Okay. So the movie that we are reviewing mm-hmm. in this uh, anthology of reviews. The FFCU. In the FFCU, this is the fifth installment. Uh, technically, it's the fourth movie chronologically, but it's Fast Five. <laughs> I kind of like this episode. Is is two nineteen, but really two twenty? Yeah, it's two twenty, but yeah. two nineteen. But hey, who's yeah, counting? You know, nobody's counting. 
And so I don't know if I, I didn't do my review or do any research on the fourth movie, but Justin Lin directs this movie. Did he direct the fourth one or is this like his first one back? He did the third remember. one as well, right? Like I think he did three and then or and then he did five, right? If I'm not mistaken. It's done a yeah. few. Quite we're going to uh, we're going to have someone look that up. We're going to have one of our assistants look that up as we are uh, as we're he talking. Did, uh, he did four as well. He did do four as well. OK, okay. Yep. he did three and four, three, four, five. Yep. OK, so this was uh, released April 29th, 2011 in the U.S. Um, do we want to guess on our box office numbers? Do we want to guess budget? Ooh. Yeah. Um, so the other oh, ones yeah. were like, what, like 120 to 150 million that they were no. grossing, if I remember oh. right. No, 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 you're right. It was like 60s, 60s to 90s, right? For budget, you're talking, right? I don't remember. I just, I'm... Yeah, I, I, if I recall correctly, like the was budget 68. was sub 100. Okay. Pretty sure Tokyo Drift was 68 is what. Okay. Uh, and the, then the they, fourth one is just Fast and Furious, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Justin Lin directed it. Okay, so for comparison, the the budget for Fast and Furious, the fourth installment, was eighty five million. I think this one's got to be close to one hundred ninety five. Okay, I'm gonna go over hundred. I'm gonna say like one hundred and ten. You literally took the words out of my my mouth. I was gonna say one ten, so I'll go like one seventeen. Ooh, we, Price is Right, did you? Price what is right for Jay. Of a bitch. It's 125. 125 <laughs> wow. million. Wow. There we go. That's quite All a right. jump from the previous one. It is. It is. So for the previous one, it grossed worldwide 300 or just over 360 million. So Fast and Fur- Fast and Furious, the fourth installment, 85 million budget, 360 million worldwide. Not bad. What do we want to guess for Fast 5? April 2011. I feel like it's got to be more than that. I'm going like to be about the same. I'm going to go one, like 170. Oh, no, I'm going to guess like. It's really wait, low. Y- y- 170? Fast, Fast and Furious 4 was uh, 360. Oh, okay. Well, see, I have <laughs> <seven>, <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> What are we thinking, boys? I'm going to say 600 million. God damn. Or gross? Yeah. Jay, you going to do 601? Price. No, no, I'm not going to price this right this time. I'm going to say like. $1, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like 500, something like that. Like 500 million. Nessie, what was your guess? Uh, about the same. Maybe literally about the same, yeah. Yeah, I think it's closer to five. Rob is the winner on this one. It's six twenty-six. Whoa! Damn. So they made there's some. Bucks there's some on this brains one. behind that Afghan. They made. I think this is like the one where they started doing it big, earning the money. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they started making everything. a fortune. <laughs> but I, f- I feel like this movie was like the next level of Fast and Furious. Like it felt. It felt action movie you know like james bond quality they definitely stepped it up right 
So let's yeah. let's talk about ratings. So the fourth one on let's just go IMDb score here. If I can find it. That's amazing. Fourth one, six point six out of ten. Six point six stars out of ten. Okay. What, okay. What are we thinking for this one? Uh, we're adding in The Rock, so that's automatically a full full star more. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so IMDb is going to give this movie a solid 7.7. Well, and we have Han, and we have Gal, and we have, mm. we have just we just have the super crew, man. This is the super crew. We got to be in the sevens. High sevens. I see. I agree. I'll tell you, you might be disappointed. 7.3. God damn it. But I believe this is like the highest scoring uh, Rotten Tomatoes movie of the series of the FFCU. That's great because Rotten Tomatoes sucks. So (laughs) those guys. Uh, Let's check here. Yeah, 77 on the Rotten Tomato meter. Nice. Pretty good. Yeah. So for, think, for an action car movie. What do you guys think? Yeah. How do you guys feel about this movie compared to the other ones so far? So, admittedly, like I did not watch 4. So, even what though I'm fuck? not review I know, I haven't watched 4. Like you've I, well, never I've seen, seen it? it. I've okay. seen it, but it's been a very long time. So, I, I mm-hmm. didn't do a refresher watch like I did for for 2 leading up to our review of 3. Um, having watched the first three and then five, like, I feel like this one is such a vast departure from the other ones. And like, I felt more like I was watching Uncharted, the live action movie, because it's so bombastic and very over the top. So I didn't like it nearly as much as I liked the first three, because the first three really focus on cars and really focus on racing. And that hmm. culture, and this one just feels like, fuck it, we're jumping the shark at this point. Interesting. Yeah, I, I guess I, you are right. Like, I didn't even think about it while I was watching it, but like, there is so much less car stuff in this one. Although the car stuff that is in this one, I feel is like pretty high quality. You know what I mean? Like, they did a good job picking out iconic cars from different genres or different styles of of the car world yeah like, absolutely. beginning of the movie they have the gt40 and uh mm-hmm. yep. corvette stingray right mm-hmm. dude that stingray is so beautiful well so they just they just destroy it <laughs> yeah and then they just fucking just launch it yeah yeah um, um i felt like this movie like we talked about like the first movie was all about like the culture, like the street, the underground, like customizing just tuner culture. And then the third movie was all about like the drifting culture. And it was all about the racing. Like that was like the only movie that was just all about like the racing and the skill behind it. And then I feel like this movie is like when they really started just being about the action and like, this was like their first heist, you know? Yeah, like not just like little jobs doing criminal shit. They're doing like an actual heist and they have a plan. And Vin Diesel's all the time looking at blueprints and he's like rolling them up before they go. Like no one else looks at them, just Vin Diesel. <laughs> just being a real professional. I don't know why you're giving him a hard time. Yeah. 
someone has to be the blueprint guy and admittedly it's it's Vin because he's you know family dad he's the fast dad mm-hmm. he's the brains yeah apparently um the I don't know if we want to get into the content of the movie itself but like there's something specifically that I wanted to call out um like right at the get-go like that little montage yeah. of like should we just start talking about the movie? I, I think we that. Our, our piece about how we feel about it. Yeah, so let's just yeah. go through. So I, I have some notes about that very opening scene, too. Yeah. But by all means, go first. Yeah. So the the one thing that stuck out to me is like uh, Dom's in the courtroom and they do the montage of like it felt very ATM-esque of like they well, got the end Easter of four, team. right? Yeah. The, like uh, it's exactly the end of four. The end of four. Yeah, and then Dom, like, ends up on the bus, and there's, like, no support vehicles whatsoever, <laughs> and they, like, straight up pull out the same method that they used in Fast 1 of hijacking the, the TV, the uh, VCR TV combos, and they're just like, well, I guess got, Dom got away, here's the next adventure, like, there was, like, logically no support, because they've known... Like his group does this one specific thing and they bust him out by doing this very one specific thing. And it just felt very odd to me because like they want to build up the whole cop culture thing. And then like, oh, I guess Dom's out of jail now and we're going to Brazil. Speaking of like logics, why is do we know why? Like what is Dom found guilty of? So this movie, for those of you that didn't watch four, um, this the the beginning of this movie is the ending of four. So he turned himself in at the end of four. And why and was what, he on the run in four? From the shit that the, he did in just, one? Yeah, all the yeah. illegal shit that he's done. Yeah. Okay. So, so he, he turned himself in and the judge was like, and, and, and Paul Walker's like, you know, he helped us, like he helped us get the bad guy, he helped us do all this. And the judge is like, yeah, but you're still kind of a shitty dude, so you're going to jail anyways. And that's so, where four ends. So he went to court and he pleaded guilty to stealing VCRs and VHSs mm-hmm. in 2001. And he pleaded guilty and the judge was like, okay, well, you're going to be sent to Longpoak maximum security prison for life. Well, I think I think there was like some federal crimes in there, too. Yeah, yeah, the other stuff that happened. I don't remember what all he got charged with in four, but he got he got charged with more than just stealing VCRs. Could have been. You know, murder too. When he there ran some the people, dude through the car. Yeah, he did run that guy floor. over. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did murder the guy someone. Definitely should have been soil. standing there. Well, that was self defense. What's it? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was defending no Paul Walker. <laughs> no witnesses. They didn't find that body. They were in the middle of a desert. They didn't bring that body back. Right. The only like one thing that stood out to me on that opening scene. How does Paul Walker flip a bus and not get flattened? That's what I wanted to talk about. The so, back of that car is so well reinforced that the bus hit it and didn't even leave a dent. So this bus is full of prisoners, including the one that they want to save. Um, there's no seatbelts on a bus. If it's no. maximum security, they're probably chained to the floor. Yeah. Yep. And their ankles are chained to the floor. So yep. <laughs> 
if the bus flips over, they're just going to be hanging like hogtied. Yeah, and the then handcuffs. they're just like swaying so back and forth. Their whole plan was, let's fuck this bus up. Like, <laughs> like our friend is on it. We need to get him off. Let's just fuck it up. <laughs> like let's destroy it. Like not like pull it over. No support vehicles, like Jay said. Not just like, like pull it over the to the side. Let's like, just obliterate yeah. it. Let's make it flip like seven times. And then we'll just pull Dom from the wreckage. Yeah, they, don't show that. they don't show that. They just show the bus getting flipped and right. then they're they, in the car. The driving. news anchor does say, uh, said no miraculously, fatalities. nobody got hurt. Oh, Miraculously, okay. nobody oh. got hurt, but you half mean, of the prisoners lost their hands because they were pulled off. You're right. By the handcuffs. Is it not rad that Pert Hadley from Parks and Rec was the first newscaster that you see, too? I didn't, notice that. I didn't oh, realize I didn't that. Notice that's, that. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Anyways, so yeah, so how how did how did his car flip the bus and he didn't get flattened? Like so I don't like understand the, that. The bus was already like swerving because uh, Mia mm-hmm. went and did a, you know, whipped it around right chicken. ahead of him, and then yeah, came chicken. The bus dodged him. So yep. it's already like turning and weeble wobbing, and then he just times it perfectly to slam on brakes, and it hits him, and then flips like seven times. Like they're mm-hmm. going, like, like that bus is destroyed. going like 120 miles an hour. Okay, it's ridiculous. And yeah, that was, was their plan. That was like, that's how we're gonna save hey, it. It fucking worked though, man. They got away yeah. scot free, and they made it to Brazil. Yeah, they made four more movies after it. Like yeah. think about if they never <laughs> saved them. <laughs> oh my I'm just God. wondering, like, the how they made there, they the whole time. $626 million on this movie. It'd be a real short movie. <laughs> uh, so, that yeah, that was really the only issue I had with it. It's like the MO from the first movie, just like they let him get away with it somehow, some way. And, well, story things. And now we're in Brazil. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so then they run away and um, they end up in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. With the ever so <laughs> common uh, movie shot of uh, flying in over the <laughs> Christ the Redeemed and <laughs> it's like, hey, guess what? You're in Rio. You know why? Because there's Cristo Rendento. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Here's the statue. Well, and and like, uh, we, I was watching this with Debbie and she's like, so less CGI and more drone shots, huh? <laughs> and like, if you pay attention, there's just drone shots all over this movie. No, those are helicopter shots. Yeah. 2011? 2011? That's before those drones. You think so? Yeah. 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 Those the are one, definitely helicopters. That's where the other 65 million in the budget came from. The one shot that I really liked as they're as the black car is rolling up the hill to where they're where they're heading, the camera starts on like the ground. And then slowly pans up like the favela. Yeah. Mountain. Yeah. And, and See, that was. Yeah. I have never. Slums. Yeah. I don't remember seeing that. And that was such a cool shot. And I would like to see something like that in real life just to see that huge angle and all these houses are coming down this mountain. It was really cool. Yeah. It very much felt like the houses were just like almost just straight flat. But, you know, obviously there's, you know, uh, a hill to it. But yeah. I'm with was, I'm with Nessie on this one. That that shot was it was impressive. One of the more memorable ones from it was the really yeah. so well. Yep, I agree. It looked really cool. Um, 
So I like that Vince called Paul Walker a buster when he sees him. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And Vin Uh, Diesel is calling uh, or Dom is calling Paul Walker's character O'Connor. When yeah. does he? When in the movies does he start calling him Brian? Is it? I guess it's after this movie. First movie. He calls him Brian first, in the first movie. Yeah, he's Brian Spillman in the first movie until they find out he's a cop, and then they know his last name's O'Connor. And then he calls him O'Connor from then. Mm-hmm. Or Brian. I think yeah. I think it transitions from O'Connor to Brian, either in this movie, at the end of the movie, or at the beginning of the next movie. Like once he's fully in that family because now he's spoiler alert uh, for like 10 minutes from now we find out that uh he's gonna be a dad (laughs) yeah so so let's go through it i guess so they meet up with vince yep and uh vince is like oh hey i got a job for you guys (laughs) nothing sketchy about it at all and they're like sure let's do it we need some money we're out of cash and so they hijack these uh, cars that are on a train and there's, I guess they're impounded and being transported by the DEA. Yep. And the deal goes south and Vince is the first one to get out of there. And then we don't, and then he doesn't show up later. So it's obviously like he had something to do with it. And they jump the Corvette out of the train. Well, oh, he's you oh, see sorry. in the shot that the front end just gets ruined after they jump it <laughs> yeah. out. And then it, like, it, it's fine. Nose dives and corkscrews. Yeah, no, totally and then the fine immediately like, afterwards. Totally fine. No damage whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was funny um, that they pull up to this train, right? And they can use a plasma cutter to cut open the side of the train. Side of the train can rip off. All that noise of like the side of the train ripping off, like the new the new amount of wind drag hitting the car, plasma cutters, all that DA agents don't hear that. But as soon as they fire a gun, all of a sudden everyone on the train is aware that they're being robbed. Well, they fired the gun and it hit something in the the cab and made it explode, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Something exploded. I didn't, I didn't see that, that something exploded something. right when they shot it. I thought that they just shot their gun. Yeah, it's funny, okay. you it's funny you mentioned that, though, about like they cut a hole in the train and like no one notices jack shit. I had a part of my notes like cops are literally brain dead as like the <laughs> one of my the very beginning notes, because like, yeah, they're like cutting the hole in the train and all this shit happens. And oh, as soon as they fire the gun and something explodes, then they're like, hey, something's going on. Get the, the get to the cars. It's like, OK. I guess you didn't have any security on these cars being moved in the first place. I do like, uh, I do. It's something I just thought about. I do like how they use the ladies in this movie to distract the dudes, you know, like, so in this scene, they're using, uh, Mia's distracting the guy. So Brian can swipe his card in the reader. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then we see that later at the beach scene too. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, did we pass the point where yeah, we already passed it, but uh they end up in Brazil and they just get there and Mia knows Portuguese. Well, she could have known Portuguese before. 
Yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah you don't know. Who's the line. You don't know shit about her, Ghost. Really? Oh, I, I do South like how they do... Listen, just because you can't speak Portuguese doesn't mean there aren't millions of people in the world who can. Yeah. I do like... Um, maybe that's why they went to Brazil, right? Because she knew how to speak Portuguese. Or Vince was there. I like. I do like the uh, the way they do subtitles in this movie. You know, do they do like something it, unique? I don't know. Just yeah, they like they they aren't just in the bottom center of the screen. They like put they position them in the darker parts of the screen or like huh. I don't know. And then they, they yeah, and then I the transition like slide them on, slide them off. So like. Like the subtitles are always in different parts of uh, like the action that's going on, which is kind of cool. Like how they did that. A little extra effort. I like that. Yeah. I wonder if that's different with like the version that you have. Like if you have like the box set or. Um, I watched it through Amazon Prime and to to Fluffy's point, like, yeah, I did notice that because it was very stylized. And I noticed that they used the same font that they used for the actual Fast Five logo. So the font's the same and it like almost like word art like faded in and faded out and like yeah. it was very stylized specifically so i don't know if it was the same version that we watched i have to assume it it probably was but like yeah stylistically it was vastly different um it felt very like uh how they did the russian subtitles in john wick where he was so, like mm-hmm. italicized and very like it had a very distinct style to it and it yeah. just wasn't like New Times Roman font twelve at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> no, it, it was definitely that. Those subtitles are definitely edited into the movie. They aren't. They aren't like a closed caption option. Like I, I would assume that there's only one version. That's, that's cool. What it is. A little yeah. extra polish. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was nice. It made it look very classy. Yeah, <laughs> for like something super small, it's like oh it feels much more natural than just like I said, like almost like a closed caption option that some movies do. So, um, okay. So back to them, jacking these cars, right on the train, dude, when Dom throws that guy out of the train and he hits that metal bridge, (laughs) that noise isn't good. That was violent, dude. I like literally made like an noise, like so loud. I woke up both of my dogs. Cause I was like, I was just like, like, I forgot exactly what I did, but they're, they'd like, just, I I don't know, man, that was rad. Like it was just like a thud to it, man. You could feel it. Mm-hmm. Pretty, a lot of dark. weight behind that. Um, uh, how far do you guys think that cliff drop was? Oh, it I was down there. Maybe. It was far. And, and lucky there was water down there, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because they wouldn't have known, would they? Have? Convenient. Yeah, because <laughs> they're like driving through the desert, which I, I don't know. I haven't been to Brazil, but there's desert. There's, don't worry. There's a shitload of desert there, and uh, there's the a only of everything in Brazil. I mm-hmm. guess so. Except for uh, clothing. Except for what? Clothing. Clothing? That's all right. We don't need it. I thought you said chlorine for a second. <laughs> also chlorine. The pool sucks, dude. <laughs> don't have a lot of pools out there. <laughs> is, I mean, they got them. They just aren't sanitized. <laughs> They're saltwater pools. Yeah. Um. Yeah, luckily there was water down there. Because he uh, just gunned it. They went for it. Yeah, the first couple times I've seen this movie, this is probably like my third or fourth time now. Like, I I still expect them to have a parachute that like just <clears throat> blows out of the back of the car, and it just like 
James Bond bullshit. Yeah, like straight up James Bond. Like I put a parachute in your car. What do I need this for? I don't know. Just in case. And they just like every time it still just dips down. And like that's a cool shot too. Like him and Brian like jumping out of the back of the car and they're like separating from it. Like it. Yeah, the way that they like they like pause and then jump off of it. You know. Yeah, like that, it, it's not just like uh, you see two people bail out like you actually get the in-car shot of them like like, oh, shit. And then like <laughs> readying up and then like pushing off of the car. Yeah, that camera on the hood of the car looking back into looking back at the tail end of the car was really cool. So you could see all of them going through that, like that experience of like weightlessness and then and then eventually just jumping off. That was so yeah. cool. Yeah, they had a lot of cool. Uh, I don't know if they're innovative, but they were a lot of a lot of memorable shots in this in this movie, and they do it early on, like that that car shot we just talked about. The other one where they pan up, uh, of course. You, by the, the time they hit these wa- this water, there are probably like twenty seven people who should be dead in this movie, and like seven who are actually dead compared to like the body count in any of the other movies. <laughs> We've already surpassed that, both in, in people they showed and people who should be. I mean, yeah, we lost a bunch of uh, drug runners in the tunnels in four at the very end, but uh, but the bus I think covers that all on its own. And now with this train of death, no, uh, there were no fatalities on the bus. I'm saying yes, I just agree. a lot of degloved hands. Also, those guys who hit poles in those tunnels at like 90 miles an hour probably just walked away and were like, "Oh man, I have to go back to my cockfight now <laughs> with a major headache." <laughs> Um, by by the time they hit the water you're just like okay so we are done pretending that this is like uh anything other than a straight-up action movie right now oh yeah 100 percent, absolutely uh we're like 15 minutes into the movie and we're like yep no this is completely different so um oh go ahead fluffy sorry i was just gonna say so we're about to have the rock be introduced into the movie now and um I think a lot of people know this, but uh, The Rock and um, Vin Diesel have it in their contract that they can't lose a fight. And so that's why they never lose a fight in these Fast and the Furious movies. Like uh, when they fight each other. Where it's just like a draw every time. So it's like a draw, yeah. But I feel like Vin Diesel won that first fight, though. I mean, right? The Rock didn't. I don't. I don't know if he conceded though. Like they, it's it's, it's later on in the movie, but yeah, with the, you're talking when he hits the concrete. Yeah, yeah. Because because the Rock had the pipe wrench in his hand at one point and swung at Vin Diesel, and Vin Diesel dodged it. So like but he neither, attempted to I mean, kill him. But the, he, I, I agree with you, but he didn't technically. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's just that's just something that is talked about how they had it in their contract that they couldn't lose. It feels very much like the fisticuffs equivalent of like he took uh, his foot off the throttle when they were racing the police cars later right. in the movie. Mm. That's that's what like, I got from that. Yeah, like he could have killed him, but he didn't. I yeah, feel like that's a win. Okay, I agree with you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> okay. Anyways, so the rock, the rock comes in right, and they set up the. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, before I get into that, do you have something, Jay? Oh, um, yeah, I was just going to say something earlier. Like, I know I mentioned um, the like the movie feeling very Uncharted-esque. Like, I don't know if any of you have played any of the Uncharted games, but like 
there's a whole sequence in the fourth Uncharted game where Nathan Drake is like literally hanging off the back of a truck by like a rope. The same thing that Brian O'Connor is doing on the uh, the flatbed truck. Yeah. Like everything <laughs> about that movie, like about this movie feels like a video game, like an action video game. And like, had they rebranded this as like anything but Fast and the Furious, I think it still would have done incredibly well because like it's like admittedly a solid action movie. It's not a great Fast and the Furious movie, but in my opinion, like it's a very solid action movie. Like it's very competent in what it's trying to do. So here's a, this, this a funny thing that you I call it not a Fast and the Furious movie, right? Uh, because it's five, so it's the middle point of the ones they've released, right? So it's, in my mind, as much a Fast and the Furious movie as any of the other ones. Because it's like the halfway point. But you're right. It's nothing like one through four. But now it's yeah, gone on long enough that uh, Fast and the Furious movies kind of feel more like five than they do one through four. Yeah. 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 I absolutely. Agree. Yep. I guess if it's like just being, uh, you know, kind of taking this as like a vertical slice in time is like, okay, I'm comparing it to the first three movies that are, you know, almost kind of their own trilogy. Uh, and then this one, they feel vastly different. But now looking back at it, the first three movies are entirely different beasts in and of themselves. Like there's there's more focus on the cars and there's more focus on the racing and like still tons of gratuitous butt shots. And like that's going to be a staple of the series. Always. For, yeah, always. always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, that's a very interesting perspective of it because I didn't think about it like that. So. Yeah, I agree, but like I guess taking it as a vertical slice for what I've watched so far, like it feels yeah. like a vast departure from like I'm going to build you a 10-second car to we have 2 minutes to get off this train and like it spans 7 yeah. minutes. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, they set the tone early. Yeah, in the movie. they do. They you're do. Like, yeah. You're like, "Whoa, they they're busting out the big stunts like right off the bat. Like we're in for a hell of a movie." mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it's Four. a long movie. It's like over two hours. Two hours and ten minutes. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah, that's. But you're not like sitting there like, damn. Like, no, it's, it's entertaining the entire yeah. way through, I feel. Mm-hmm. So um, there were less there were less like car girl booty shots in this one. I have it in my notes. But, one second. But, one second. One second. Okay, one hour, three minutes, and twenty seconds until the first booty scene. That's. But they're but they're, uh, they're very high quality. <laughs> it is because yeah, all the other ones like, were just trashy. It's an right? important distinction. Okay. I'm just saying, like, you know, we we talked about some of the other ones. I think it was was it three that had the most. Is that is that what our notes were? I think by far. Yeah, but 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 there was quality. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so you guys were talking about like setting the theme and they're setting the theme with this movie. Well, then the rock comes in, right? And he like totally sets this like badass theme where, you know, like the local police is like, you know, what can I do for you? And he's like, Oh, I want I want this rookie cop. Well, why do you want her? Like, you know, she's just a rookie and he's like, I like her smile or he's like, I need two things. I need her because I like her smile. I need you to stay the fuck out of my way. 
It's like, ooh, The Rock just swore at a cop. Like, he's badass. <laughs> he did get the one that's, F word in the show. That's the one F bomb. That's yeah, the one F bomb. The Rock got to use it. After listening to, I, I don't know who called it out, but PG 13 movies only get one F bomb or whatever. That's right. Yep. After listening mm-hmm. to that on the episode where you guys reviewed the fourth movie, when he said that, I was like, oh, that's the one. That's the one he said it. I don't get any more. They Is that really the it. only time in the movie they drop an F bomb? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Holy hot damn. Holy hot so, <clears throat> I want to touch on something about The Rock that I noticed throughout this movie. And I don't know if anyone else noticed it, but. Um, you touch on you The guys, Rock whenever you need to. Did you guys realize how uh, how sweaty he was the Sweet entire movie? movie? This all these constantly movies. soaked. He's, he's like doing push ups before every scene. Or jumping jacks or something. He looks like, like a glazed donut the entire he, movie. He's just got a shine on him. The, the yeah. entire movie, if you look at him in any scene, the other people might be a little bit sweaty. Maybe Not a little usually, bit. Not usually, though. Not usually. But he is fucking like, Way he has water droplets on him. Yeah. Const, constantly water droplets on him. Positive that so. he worked out before every scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doing that wrestling thing where they take the bottle of water and pour it over their head and use the bands before they're on scene just to make yeah. them look as ridiculously huge as possible. Yep. Oil up uh, for the whole movie. And so for The Rock, this was kind of. Uh, this was kind of like his first movie where no. he played like a major part in like a major blockbuster movie. Really? Yeah. And, uh, he had the Scorpion King, right? Oh my was that before? I mean, it wasn't <laughs> a major movie. movie. I said <laughs> blockbuster movie. No, it wasn't a blockbuster movie, but he no. was billed as the lead in that thing. He was. He was the are lead. You talking the Mummy Two? Or are you talking like? No, I'm talking about the standalone King Scorpion King, King, King afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the one that no one saw. I, I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it. it. That was the CG where he CGI, right? Yes. Oh, Probably. it was so bad. No, the CG well, no. is CGI uh, was in the Mummy. Two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and the Scorpion yeah. King, he's like him, his normal self. Like before he became right. That was like Marvel when CGI. he started transitioning from like WWE to to movie star. Yep. Okay, so but let's talk about it. So the Scorpion King was in two thousand two, and then between then they, he had the rundown. That movie's good. I don't it, care what anyone says. Again, not a blockbuster. Walking Tall. Not that a blockbuster. Was not good. Small part in Be Cool. I was like on the oh, end of God, Jonathan I Volk's love Be Cool career. too. We're talking about uh, a bunch of movies I kind of like. Yeah, yeah, but none. Block, Gridiron Gang, not a blockbuster. Not a blockbuster. Uh, Get Smart. Uh, Get Smart was Get Smart was pretty high rollers. And then he was in the other guys. Again, small part there. Uh, he's, yeah, he's only in the other guys for like all of like four minutes. And then this movie, Fast Five. Huh, and crazy. like this was kind of like his like first big blockbuster movie. And then like after this one, kind of like set the tone. Like he's pretty much been like the highest paid actor ever since. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like now everything he does like just is a gold mine. And I and I will watch any movie he's in because he's fucking entertaining. He is. And he <laughs> you're right, he paints this like uh He's this. He's like the next big badass, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have Vin yeah, Diesel, yeah. who's like, it's in his contract that he can't show any emotion, and he like <laughs> has, has had to decide. Oh my god, dude! You fucking nailed that face. 
no one understands as much as you do. Uh, and then like the rock has this, like I'm a badass and has this Southern accent at sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. It <laughs> don't worry about it. It's not really that <laughs> that you call it all at all the time. <laughs> it comes and goes. Yep. Sweats before every scene. Yeah. Yeah. The sweat was pretty crazy. So he's chasing them because the two or three DA agents on the train got killed by right. one of mm-hmm. the uh, by the little guy main antagonists, like Henchman. main henchman ZZ. ZZ, that's right. That is his name. You don't know his name yeah. until the very like last highway. Yeah, scene. you literally don't hear it until like the literally the very end when they're on the bridge. And you're and like, who's he? Kill him, ZZ. I'm like, who the fuck is ZZ? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's the one guy from, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. But continue your, uh, where were you, Fluff? Um, so, yeah, so then the rockets off the plane, they have their badass fucking truck, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And somewhere in there, uh, Dom and Brian are hanging by chains. Too. Yeah, because they get pulled out of the uh, river, out of the water by the Mexican cartel lord, dude. And like, I feel like I feel like they really phoned that scene in because like Dom just breaks the chains with his hands. Yeah, like uh, he could have done this, something cool, like this movie anything. Is like when he cool. becomes superhero, right? <laughs> like he just. Yeah snaps the handcuffs because he couldn't have done that when he was on the bus and he had to get saved by him right like he couldn't have just like broke the chains and punched a hole through the wall of the bus and just these are Brazil- these are brazilian chains they uh they're just not a, the same type of metal they're slightly softer you will never <laughs> break the chains that's something i had in my notes as well Is like after i'll say three movies because i haven't seen four Somehow everybody is a like a hand-to-hand combat master. Like he's whooping the dude's ass in the train. Like he beats the shit out of the what is it, the Department of uh Embassy Security or whatever the hell it's called. Like beating the shit out of the rock, beating the shit out of everybody, and then like it's just he, that's that's it. The whole movie. Like it's just Vin Diesel and his friends whooping ass. And they yeah. worked very hard to uh build up some strength while in exile. The Rock is like 6'5", 260, and he's like a trained federal agent that has been doing this and like hunting like the baddest of the bad guys for a career, and he beats him. <laughs> he beats him up. He like spears him through drywall later in the movie and like <laughs> puts him through like a pane of glass. Like, it's just... This movie is is admittedly over the top in some of the best ways possible. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like they should have just done like a CGI fight. Like it was like Hulk versus Thanos, you know? <laughs> That's that should have just been all CGI and they're just every punch is like punching through like a center block wall. Does someone call Kevin Feige, tell him we need Hulk versus Thanos, but it's Vin Diesel versus The Rock. We need a FFCU MCU crossover. Yes. <laughs> we do. So um I like this plan. I really do. I don't have I don't have all like I didn't write down like the timeline of, of stuff, but uh, what is okay. next? They, they they're, go they're back hanging by to the chains. hideout. They're hanging by chains. They meet the antagonist. 
Um, and his problem is, is that one of the cars they stole has something in it and it's the GT40. Amazing yeah. car. I didn't know it was right hand steering, by the way. I thought it's that a was Ford. It's a Ford. It was Ford's answer to Ferrari. Uh, I, I know, I know what it is. I'm just saying, I didn't know that it was the steering wheel was on the right side of the car. Oh, right, right. Because it, it should be the, on the left side of the car. Yeah, in but in this movie, it's uh, on the right side. Weird. Which I was so odd. it's some rare like kit car weird. or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it was strange. Um, but in that, it's a chip, and the team finds out that this chip is basically a map to all of his money his drop mm-hmm. houses yeah his drop yeah. houses i guess right. oh, he can't have banks because actually, no, that's a paper trail yep. so he has them in drop houses yeah i mean when you own the police in the city it's probably safer than the bank because the bank has exposure to other banks and you know networks in the u.s and all that so you'd rather keep your corruption where it's corrupt right makes sense yep and then like hambo said earlier we find out well we find out a little later, but eventually we find out that Brian and me are having a baby. Yeah. Well, we well, find out right at the beginning, right? Like, but Brian eh, finds out because uh, Vince's wife is like, does he know yet? And she's like, not yet. And then then they have the uh, first little chase scene in the favela. Um, and that's when it comes out that he she finally tells them when they're going to break everybody up. Yeah, and they've meeting, they find each other in the sewers too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something I had a note on about that chase sequence uh through the slums and the favelas, like the the DEA agents, or we'll call them FBI agents essentially, at one point literally just like ambush pop over a wall shoot a bunch of brazilian guys and then just walk away like nothing happened like they just fucking murder these guys and then walk away they're like we're americans (laughs) you have no jurisdiction (laughs) over us diplomatic immunity yeah it's like it's like you see this it's like it's just american flag dude it's like yeah i mean fuck you like and they just walk (laughs) away like nothing happened well those were those were uh um God, what's his name? Uh, what's the antagonist's Reyes. name? Reyes. Reyes. Yeah, they were his men, and they were shooting yeah. at... I guess at one point they were shooting at him, right? They were initially shooting at the, the fast team. Yeah, and then they started shooting at them, and then they just, like, ambush. <laughs> but yeah. if you rewatch the scene, they literally just, like, shoot them, and then they just, like, turn around and walk away. Right. Like, right. they're just, like, super just nonchalant cold, about it. Just yeah, like, just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, just straight up Mr. Freeze, just cold as shit. <laughs> well, and and before all this happens, too, we also kind of learn that Vince is a scumbag, right? Because Vince shows up late to the spot and then he's like trying to get the fucking GPS, like memory card chip. or whatever, yeah. or the chip. And that's how the team catch finds him. it. Yeah. yeah. And so then he gets extradited because they're like, you know, fuck you. Like that was your job that went bad. Like, my sister was yeah. on the train. Yeah. Um, did you say extradited or did you mean exiled? Exiled. Okay. That's what he said, dude. Totally what he said. Go in there and edit that out. And yeah. Put in exiled. 
<laughs> there, I'll just cut it from right there. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know he won't. <laughs> go ahead, write down the time. Make us all think that you're going to go oh, in I'm there. Writing, I'm writing it down right now, making a mental yeah. note. Um, <laughs> there is a funny, a funny line. So the rock, when the rocks team is trying to put the car back together, right? Like they chase them, they chase them out of the out of their hideout, right? But they leave the GT40. He's like, oh, put the light back or put the car back together, figure out what it's missing, figure out what they're doing. And he's like looking at the car and looks at the nav unit and he's like, he's like, I hate it when they do this too classic. Might as well slot or swap or um, what does he say? Neon throw, lights. throw neon lights on it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, is that a diss on FF1? Like, are they dissing <laughs> earlier Fast and the Furious movies? Like, kind of feels like it. <sighs> I think they're uh, just playing into his character that he's like old school guy, like yeah, American muscle, not in the tuner scene, you know. One point they say they they're like, oh, he's he's Old Testament, like he's old school, yeah, yeah. Old yeah. fire and brimstone, yeah, yeah. bullets that's and Bible the, or something, wasn't it? The southern accent comes bullets in. and blood, right? Something like something that. like yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Um, but but uh, after after Vin after Dom finds out that Brian and me are having a baby, then it kind of gets them closer together because they're still kind of have like an estranged relationship until that point. And then it's like, okay, now Brian's part of the family, like legit now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not just the cop that fucked everything up in the first movie. And then that's when they come up with a plan, like, hey, like if we steal all this money that's on this chip. We don't have to run anymore. We can just buy our freedom. And that basically establishes the plot of the movie, right? Correct. Like that's yeah. why that's why they do this heist. They're not just like robbing so yeah, VCRs like for the fuck of it. They're like we 45 minutes into the movie and now we have the plot. Yeah, exactly. Like 45 minutes in and don't forget Vin Diesel says the family just got bigger. When he finds out that Mia's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So is he talking about the baby or is he talking about Brian? Yes. 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 <laughs> Both? Gotcha. <laughs> um, I will say that the crew that they have in Fast Five is is like great. they work so well together. Yeah, it's so great, dude. Mm-hmm. I love all of them. Yeah, the chemistry between Paul Walker and Vin Diesel is like it's legit, man. Like I, I would rank it up there as high as like the chemistry between uh, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. and like the Avengers and Marvel movies. Like it is, they had something, and it's very unfortunate um, that you know Paul Walker passed away so young. But like, there's a few moments in that movie. I'm like, damn, like they have like some natural chemistry. Like they must be like legitimate friends. Yeah, like, even off the set. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that the whole crew is um yeah, top notch. A plus. Loved every bit of it. Because I forget who the two Brazilian guys are that they bring on. Um, I think they're from Fast Four. Four. Yep. If I'm yep. not mistaken. Which is it's funny because they're in that bus scene at the end of Fast Four, but they don't put them in the bus scene at the beginning of Fast Five. Like they they have some banter in Fast Four and they do some shots on them as as the movie's ending, but they cut that shit out in Fast Five in the beginning. 
Well, they have the car, but they don't actually ever ever shot inside the car. No, they don't. They don't show them at all, which I thought was interesting because I was like, I'm watching the movie. I'm like, aren't they in this movie, though? They are. <laughs> it's just uh, not in that scene at the very beginning. They took their little bit out. Maybe they wanted to keep it as a surprise because it's so early in the movie that they were like, oh, we don't want to reveal who's in the crew yet. I don't know. I'm just spitballing there. Seems reasonable, at least. Yeah. So as, as this movie's released, though, like as part of the crew, uh, Han just shows up. Yep, still alive. And yep. yeah, and everyone's like, wait a minute. Like that guy was that guy died after the third movie. No, he dies then, after his sixth movie. Right. Oh. <laughs> this again. Yeah. God damn it. They don't explain that until. Yeah, after the. Fifth movie. Well, yeah, but they well, hinted you at understand it. it in the fourth one. Yeah, you they, the fourth movies before Tokyo Drift. And do they you? all they, How do you not? He does well, say in four that he's going to go check out Tokyo eventually. I hear some things are going on in Tokyo. Yeah. And oh, is Han the fourth in the fourth it, movie? Yeah, in the beginning. Like, oh, no, it's in, yeah, you're right. He's at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. All of three or four minutes, and then and then, and then in this one. He references checking out Tokyo as well. And then someone even says, what What about Tokyo? And he's like, well, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. At the very okay. end of the movie. Yeah. When he's yeah. on the Autobahn. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't remember that in the fourth movie. It's like a missable scene. Like if you. It's like all of like 15 seconds long. Yeah. It's during like the party when they're giving away the free gas and. It's like a one-liner, and then that was it. Yep. That's all he had. Gotcha. Sneaky. Um. So I like. So I'm just gonna. I I don't know. Not really in order, but um, I really like how, you know, they decide to go after Reyes. Right, Reyes is the bad guy. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And they have a plan and I like how their plan gets fucked up and they have to like make a new plan. I thought you know that what I mean? Great. I thought that was great writing. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed like we have this plan. We have all these shots of putting the plan together. Like the plan's going to like a huge part of the movie is putting this plan together. And then as the plan's going like mid plan, it's like, oh, it's got fucked up. Yeah. Multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Multiple it just, times. It right. just kept getting the plans just kept getting changed as more things kept coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the. One of the changes was. The cameras, I guess they couldn't get fast enough cars or couldn't. Get fast enough drivers to make it to where those cameras can see them. Yeah, the yeah. cameras had a. a sweep that it was yeah. like 10 seconds and it had second oscillation so yeah um, so, that was cool like that whole sequence where they set the track up in the the warehouse was super fun um the gratuitous butt shots at what is it a one hour three minutes in when they go and steal that dude's car steal the like new that, cars yeah yeah they uh, stealing steal. they aren't stealing they won the new car they won it. God damn right they did the yeah. porsche uh, gtr3 yeah, or GTRS three, yeah. GT three uh, RS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, what, such a beautiful what, car. It's badass. What blows car. my mind is like there is a lot of world building, but it's like in a very 
almost unnatural manner at times because like Dom just seems to know everybody wherever he goes. <laughs> he's yeah, legend, like, dude. Yeah, he is. Like he's he's the Baba Yaga of like car racing and for, for some reason like everybody just knows about him. Um but yeah, they like win a bunch of cars and they keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, and then more gratuitous butt shots of Gal Gal Gadot. Hey, and yo. then they're like, let's steal some police cars. Well, Which uh, can we talk, Fluffy? I think you said like last uh, review episode that Gal Gadot was hotter in this this movie than she is in Wonder Woman. Oh, seriously? You said yeah. I said I said the the four in four. She's in four. I said that. Oh, uh, I disagree. I'm, I'm a big fan of some of the shots in five, and will challenge what <laughs> I said about four. So you still say that four? She's uh, hotter in four than Wonder Woman. I mean, I own Wonder Woman, and I guess I was more impressed. But I'm I'm okay going back and watching it again to like <laughs> really make sure I'm educated on this statement. I mean, I'm not having a bad time no matter what. Like, there's no <laughs> it's a win win. You know, we're, we're talking about a about a ten and a nine point nine here. You know, like like either way, we're having a good time. <laughs> Wouldn't kick her out of bed for farting. Yeah, I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. I mean, really, like, ah, just for anything, honestly. <laughs> it, like, it, since it's been so long since I've, I've watched this movie, it was almost a bit of a, I wouldn't call it, like, sticker shock, but my brain kind of broke for a second because I'm so used to seeing her in the two Wonder Woman movies, and she has way more muscle in this or in those movies than she does this. Yeah. And like I was legitimately concerned for her at one point. I'm like, is she right. is she sick? Like, is was she always like this thin? Like, is this That's... just how she is? Um, so like it definitely like kind of flipped like what my expectation was. Not that it matters, like I think she's a very solid actress, regardless, but like I've become so accustomed of her like having much more muscle than like her being like model thin, like rail thin. Yeah, I felt like her and Mia both like had eating disorders in this movie. Mia looked looked sick to me at times. Yeah. Like her eyes looked sunken in, like it hair is like, frail. Yeah. Like not so much that pregnancy glow, you're saying. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah I, is I Vin Diesel like times. stealing all the food on set? Well, like feed these do, girls a cheeseburger. Do you think they're driving home the fact that they were on the run and you could tell they were famished by when they were eating at Vince's house. Like they made a point to show that they were eating super fast. Dude, like yeah, they okay. haven't had a meal in however Forever. long. Yeah. And, so, and, I, and even like to, to capitalize on that, man, the car scene, just showing the two of them uncomfortably shifting positions in different shots as they're driving into Rio. Like, you know, they show like Brian and Mia in the car and they show like, they kind of do this time-lapse car shot and you've been on road trips before where you're sitting in the same seat, but you're sitting like a thousand different ways because you've been in that seat for over 12 hours or days or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like they did a good job of of showing they were fatigued without saying anything. Yeah. So where did they break out uh, Dom? Was it in Texas, I think? Yeah. Texas, Mexico border. Yeah, I, I like it, it's Southern. California. I would imagine. If yeah, I thought it was walk. California. Is it okay? And it so they drove from California to 
South Brazil. Yeah, dude. It's only a couple hours. Yeah, but he two, was up hours. in somewhere in Central America before, right? So, like, they made the trip, just took the long way. Yeah. Well, and we don't yeah. know that they drove the whole way, right? Yeah. They could have well, picked up the car. I'll tell you if they Planes, took a, trains, possibly automobiles. If we're if being they, honest, if they took a direct flight, it would be fifteen hours from L.A. to Brazil to Rio. I feel like I feel like it's a long drive. <laughs> a direct flight is probably not what they want to do when they are wanted fugitives. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think we're all in agreement. They didn't take a direct flight. Ah, uh, yeah, probably I would in the go car for far. a long time. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Yeah, they probably had a layover in Atlanta. Uh, there's always a layover oh, in Atlanta. Man. Atlanta's hell to travel through. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> as bad as traveling through Ohio. No, dude, Chicago is the worst. What are you talking about? <laughs> Chicago's, oh, easy. Sh- Chicago's fucking cakewalk. Unless to it's winter. Yeah, it can if be it's bad win- that way. If it's winter, you should just not fly out of Chicago if you want to be on time somewhere. I mean, you got like a 50-50 chance at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's okay on the way home because, I mean, what am I going to do? Go to work? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but on the way out, I have things I got to do. On the way out, man, I'm not missing my vacation. All right, anyways. Um, as we go back to the movie here, we were yes. talking about the the camera and the 10-second oscillations. Mm-hmm. And what I like about the warehouse scene and what I like about when they go to the, the street race is that they, it feels like they take a little bit of time to like pay homage to Tokyo drift and, and what they do in fast one. Like they don't make it a huge part of the movie. They just, you know, give it a couple. Well, the, the warehouse scene got a couple, a few more minutes, but it was just enough to be like, Hey, we did this stuff in Tokyo. Here's them drifting around the corners in the warehouse. And we don't have enough. We don't have enough speed. We don't have enough agility. We need to go get more agile cars. Let's go win some cars by street racing. So I thought that was pretty cool. I like. Yep. I like that they did that. I felt like that's exactly what that scene was. Yeah, and they did that right. in uh, in two as well, right? They went the cars that they got from the uh, feds had trackers in them. They needed their own cars, so they went one cars off of those guys there as well. Yeah, the muscle cars. Yep. Yeah, but they. They hadn't got to Tokyo Drift yet, so like what Cam was saying is like they tied in both of the different racing techniques. Like they had the drag race for pink slips, and then they had the drifting to get through the cameras or get by the cameras. They kind of like tied it all in. It was cool. Well, it's pretty neat that they were using uh, more futuristic cell phones than they did in the future as well. (laughs) I do like uh, in that warehouse scene when uh, when Gal is driving the Nissan 370 and she's like going around the corner and then it flips to Han, you know, and like he's leading <laughs> somebody's like, I think I'm in love. Yeah. <laughs> I like, like the I, very next scene, like uh, they say something about like he's going to go get the handprint uh, because that's another way that the uh, plans change is they find out what he's keeping the money in yeah the bank or the vault right so their it's plan like, is they they knock off one house and they burn the money and so they the point of that is so he because they can't hit all 10 houses at one time they get all the 10 houses into one spot and so they hit one of the 10 the not the other nine houses he consolidates all of it at the police station 
and they sneak a RC car in there and get video of the safe, the vault that he's keeping his money in. And Ludacris says that it's 10 tons. <laughs> like the vault is 10 tons empty. <laughs> just, just remember that for later <laughs> for on the, in the movie. For the two rear wheel drive cars. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. For, for later on in the movie. Oh, man. Uh, I do like that they portray Ludacris as a horrible driver, even with the RC car. Like, yeah. that, that whole <laughs> shit is funny, dude. That yeah. is amazing. Man, um, Roman Pierce's character was fucking comedic gold this entire movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's uh, on point. When Paul, the, there's a line in there where Paul Walker's like, it was right after they steal the police cars. And he's like, damn rome he's like i thought you would have showed up with chrome spinners and he's like ha 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 or something like that it's like a throwaway line but i'm like dude his delivery like on all of his lines are just like on point every single time yeah like he's legitimately a funny guy <laughs> yeah i i enjoy i enjoy all of their their chemistry for sure in this it works well oh he's pawing at the mic I know, dude. <laughs> Why are you fucking with the mic, dog? <laughs> He's like, let me just hit that, dad. <laughs> oh, He's dude. Like, I want to be on the show. He's definitely He's doing that, the way dog. Baxter does. Don't uh, try to, like, pull out the mic. <laughs> <laughs> He's so much bigger than Benny. He is. Makes Benny look tiny, dude. Benny's getting big on her own. Dog yeah. talk in the middle of the episode. Right. Hopefully she'll never be that big. <laughs> um, no, because you get your giant ass cat in the background. I thought yeah, that yeah. was a fucking throw pillow at first, and then it started moving. <laughs> big ass cat. <laughs> um, it's funny. So uh, they really play Vince a lot, like they do in Fast and the Furious One. You know where he gets mad, throws a fit, and then comes back. Gets mad, throws a fit, and then comes back. And like, get your own goddamn popcorn. and and, uh they have that scene where like he's like you know are you hungry he's like yeah and dom's like good because you're saying grace and it's like oh dude that's like the lines from fast and the furious one Mm -hmm. where he was also being an angry man child tying it all in yeah I, i like that that because like if you if you aren't a nerd and like aren't like obsessed with going through the movies, you might not catch that. Yeah. So he comes back and they have the team already and they're about to do the, uh, the heist, the job the very next day. And he goes into Vin Diesel and he's like, Hey, I heard you're doing a job. And then Vin Diesel's like, you're in. <laughs> he <laughs> tells him he's like- in. Because they have, they're splitting. They've all agreed they're splitting a hundred million dollars. I guess nine ways because it's eleven million dollars for each of them. And he doesn't tell any of the other people that he's taking like a million dollars from each of them to give to Vince. And he just got there that night. <laughs> like hasn't been doing like hasn't been getting cars from other people. Hasn't been doing any of the work lifting. Like hasn't been doing any of the drifting in the warehouse that's not ventilated. So there's carbon dioxide everywhere, and they're just standing <laughs> in it. <laughs> I've been doing any of that. And uh, Ben Diesel's like, yeah, you're in. I'll just take a million dollars from all the other team members and just give it to you. 
last we minute. For family. Especially like, after they lost a million dollars in the race. Yeah. Too. If yep. they pulled the job off. I like that your cat is like perfectly positioned to like clean itself like right <laughs> over your shoulder yeah. on the bed. The spread eagle. Just <laughs> like just, just fucking like, just like exposed legs yeah. as wide as can be like over He was facing shoulder. the other way. Like it's like he was until uh I don't know who said something, but then like as, as soon as he's like, Oh dude, someone's talking about me, and then he's like, Look at my upside down pumpkin. <laughs> my pumpkin. Dude. Are you gonna dude. stop him or what? Like that's disgusting. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. Just let him he's, do his thing. Now he's cleaning <laughs> his tail. It's okay. Makes him happy. <laughs> I mean, if don't act like you wouldn't do it if you could. Happy. Okay. Go. Right, so where are we at? My cat does that all the time. He just fucking. Um. So yeah. So are they they going to do the job now? So they're so they're about to go the do the job. Everything's like. Good, they're all set. Um, Shit, cops. Yeah, and then the rock busts in because he found the tracker that they put on him at one of the other booty scene races. Well, yeah, they say they say, oh, well, he's on the other side of Brazil. Like now's the time to do it. Other side of town. Other side of town. Yes, he he didn't leave Rio. Town, country, whatever. (laughs) He just drove like ninety hours. <laughs> on the other side of Brazil, uh, said, just in case, just in case the guy he was looking for happened to go over there. It looks like he's in Aruba. We don't know how he drove to Aruba because it's an island, but he's definitely there. Let's go do the job. Hey, yeah, just took a side trip to go hike the Andes, and uh, we're good here. Uh, um, so this, I have a note from. Uh, my personal viewing experience in this scene where The Rock and, and Vin Diesel are fighting yep. and Debbie turns to me as we're watching this and she's like, I love how they just keep breaking through walls. Because <laughs> like yep. half the fight, they're just breaking through walls. <laughs> yeah, back to the superhero thing. Like they just get thrown through like, I think the first wall is like concrete. And then they go through like more drywall and it's just like, (laughs) well, not only that, they go through like a window and then they break a mirror and they they go through not only a second wall, but a railing with another like two foot drop onto concrete. (laughs) And halfway through the fight, Chris Rock or not Chris Rock, Rock, (laughs) the Rock Rock takes off his bulletproof vest. It's like, oh, this is too much protection. I I don't need that. I was honestly like half expecting Vince to just like run up and just shoot him as soon as like he took the last (laughs) off. Just fucking, all right, man, roll credits. See you guys later. How fucking funny would that be if he just took off his bulletproof vest and then Vince just grabs a fucking gun and shoots him in the chest and walks away? (laughs) Yeah. Roll credits. That one coming, did (laughs) you? You fucking idiot. You were going to (laughs) win. Uh, ignoring the fact that if he had a gun, he could have just shot him at the face at that range, regardless of what headshots are hard. Okay. <laughs> he <laughs> probably didn't have the right mods point. on. Oh, Jesus. Nope. He had a bad roll on his gun. No opening Wait, shot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're reviewing movies. <laughs> Talk about video games later. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's hour three. Okay. <laughs> um,. So, so that's another way that their plan just gets ruined. Yeah. So, like now at, at this part, why it's like I thought it was creative writing is like now you're like fuck. 
Like what's going to happen now? Like it's, mm-hmm. we thought that they were going to go do the whole thing and rob them and get the money and run. But no, they, they got screwed over. Now they're in handcuffs in the back of the tank truck that the rock. Right. right. It's not only like the plan is like messed up, but they got away. It's the plan is messed up and they're arrested in custody, handcuffed. You're like, well, there's no way he's getting out of these handcuffs because there's one thing that we've learned in this movie. Handcuffs will definitely keep him. As we saw earlier, absolutely. He's screwed. (laughs) Yep. These are the the U.S. handcuffs. Yeah. The only way they're getting out of those handcuffs is if Brian O'Connor can just have him hit the tail end of his car and just send it spinning seven (laughs) times top over top. Yeah. Oh. But I, yeah. they end up getting ambushed by Reyes' men. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's not forget that. What, what is yeah. what's the point of that? Like, I mean, is is the point just because he has an ego and wants him dead? Because like if they're in custody <clears throat> and leaving your country, isn't your problem solved? Well, throughout well, the we, whole movie, uh, Reyes is talking to back, the right? cops that are in his pocket. Um, which is uh, that brings up a good point. Why does he want the chip? Because he knows where all of his drop houses are. <laughs> Like, he gets all of his money into one spot. I don't know why he needs the chip in the well, first place. He doesn't the want the government doesn't there. get it. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't okay. want. The he wants to keep it out of the hands of the yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't want so, evidence. So then, throughout the whole movie, he's talking to the cops, and he's like, "Hey, you need to handle uh, Dom and Brian because they stole my chip, and then also you need to handle the Rock or Hobbs because he's you know interfering and he's." The feds too. We need him out of here. I think it was so like I, that. He killed like sixteen of his men. Is what? Yeah, he was saying to the yep. to the cop. Yeah. So then it's kind of like a revenge ego. Get the chip back. I run this town. All all of the above. I get it. And in yeah. the ambush, all of the rocks men get killed pretty much. Um, and when the trucks flipped over, or they're in the back of the truck. I guess they're still in handcuffs and they're like, cut us loose, cut us loose. Cause Vin Diesel can't break them. Uh, <laughs> and you don't cut handcuffs. I, but I'm, either glad way, you, I'm glad that you, uh, you pointed that out. Cause I was thinking that too. Yeah. So, so they come to, and, uh, apparently they have a shitload of guns in the truck that they get a hold of. And of course, Vin Diesel has his shotgun again. <laughs> Only one with a shotgun. Uh, and just isn't holding the stock to his shoulder to shoot it at all. Just, why bother? Side note. Just, yeah. I mean, dude, fire grip arms are too big for that. Yeah, dude. Shoulders are for pussy or like pussies. You know, if you're Vin Diesel, you, you probably one hand it. Yeah. Um, and so then they kind of return fire and they're able to rescue the rock. And then that's kind of how they tie into like the two good guys being on the same team. That's yeah. How they right. like team them up. So something I wanted to bring up about that that scene was when like they kept cutting from the rock to his one teammate that was like trapped underneath the car that got blown up by the RPG. And like I laughed for probably a solid five minutes when the grenades just kept falling on the guy. Like two of them. That <laughs> one was two. I think it ends two. up being three. It's like three? these guys it's are like, like two or three grenades. And like I'm like, how many grenades are gonna fucking land on this guy? Yeah. Like 
Like he's already dead. Please stop. <laughs> and they're like he's throwing them from on like him. on top of rooftops. Like they are like crack shots with these grenades. Yeah, like dude, they were straight up playing like hardcore search and destroy, like no radars, inferno, like trials of Osiris. <laughs> like that's what they were playing, and they're just getting just mobbed with grenades and like i couldn't stop laughing because it felt almost like a key and peel skit or like an snl <laughs> skit where they're like dave and just like grenades just like oh i guess dave's dead uh it is funny how they casual the grenades casually drop though they don't like roll or like nope. you know they're just like bloop it's like someone crawled like over the top of the screen, just kind of went like turned over softball vehicle. tossed. Yeah, just totally, like, <laughs> totally like softball tossed, like just like throw hey, grenades. <laughs> yeah, and three, two, one, action! Throw grenades. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just <laughs> could, could have just shot him from that range, but you had to roll a grenade in there. Oh, that's funny, I mean, dude! If you got him, use them. You know, yeah, yeah his team. His the the team dying scene is a little bit drawn out and hokey. Like I I just I I remember just kind of just being like uncomfortable. Like okay, we get it. His team's dying. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just like a, just just a hair too long for me. It was a, little a little more human empathy, sir. No, mm-hmm. fuck him. So definitely one too many cuts <laughs> between the rock and whoever was trapped under that car, and it just kept getting like closer and closer and closer <laughs> on the rock's face. So I thought at this point, I thought it was uh, funny that they were like, "Yeah, we're still going to do the job. We're just going to do it completely different than we've been planning it this whole time." And instead <laughs> of like all this like testing of like trying to get past the cameras and everything like that, we're like, "We got the rock's truck now. We can just drive through the fucking wall." And uh, these cop cars that we stole, I guess we're just going to paint them black and put winches on them because <laughs> they have to be black now. They didn't have these black charges before this. I don't know where they came from, but then they, uh, they got them. And I believe they're wrapped black because this is this is when flat black wraps became like a big thing in the car scene. Like the vinyl was, wraps? Yeah, the black, yeah. like flat black vinyl wraps became huge after Fast Five because of those two chargers. So they they were like, yeah, they're gonna... fucking slick. I love those like matte black oh. wrapped cars. Like they're they're so yeah. fucking clean. Fun yeah. fact: for the past ten years, I've wanted to wrap one of my cars flat black and still have not done it. So, <laughs> uh, not not the Miata, right? I, I it's been it's been very close to happening a few times. Anyways, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> and then they like just ram through a bunch of walls like somehow fucking cement in brazil is like drywall sheetrock just everything explodes out and there's just no gravity to anything and then they're just like all right dom and brian go get the vault and they just fucking yeehaw pull the fucking vault out of the the and it's not reinforced at all like the concrete wall that he drives through there's no rebar in it it's on the it's in the basement of a three-story building and somehow it's like a 12 foot thick wall of concrete that has no rebar in it. Dude, they, they don't have any fucking building codes in Brazil. Don't you know this? Yeah, look at those favelas. <laughs> Someone just jumped through their roof. Dude, like when a building collapses, they just build on top of it. And that's how like, everything <laughs> works in Brazil. Like so a building falls down, all right, just build on top of it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The So, okay. So if we get past the physics of what no, no, is no. going on 
I don't want to get past. I don't want to get past the physics because remember <laughs> when I said earlier that Ludacris said that that vault completely empty weighed ten tons. Oh, and right. we know how much the money weighs, right? Because they called out how much the money weighs. A uh, hundred million dollars, I guess. Ten million dollars weighed forty-nine kilos or something like that. Right. So what is that to pounds, Rob? Uh, it's basically a hundred and like yeah, it's a hundred pounds basically. Yeah, so forty nine times okay, two point two. So, so, so not that, not that well, much when we're talking about ten tons. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But it's a hundred pounds for every ten million. Right, and there's and it's 100, 100 million, million. So it's a thousand pounds each. A thousand pounds. So it's another half ton right there. So this thing weighs twenty three thousand pounds, and their plan is to go in there with two chargers, like real wheel drive, real wheel drive that weigh each. Let's say with the winch on it and everything like that, that they weigh a little over 4,000 pounds. So they I'd weigh, say that's a fair estimate. They weigh two tons a piece. Well, <laughs> a Dodge Ram, like 3,500, like 2022 Dodge Ram 3,500 towing capacity is just under 15,000 pounds. And that's on a trailer with wheels. <laughs> <laughs> it, if you put that safe on a trailer with wheels, a truck couldn't tow it. No, 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 no. Towing capacity is not can you tow it. It's can you tow and break and control it. Okay. So, right. People, so people, towing capacity, tow, people tow stupid shit with Miatas, man. I've seen it. Like, <laughs> you can tow shit with the, with the small vehicle. Like, can you break if you control? have yeah. wheels and a trailer? Not a flat, safe on, not friction, though. Not metal so again, on pavement. Not metal on pavement, yeah, and not yeah. twenty three thousand pounds. Through they're a not sl- they're not slinging this thing all over the town. Talking about breaking and controlling it, they're not even moving it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> now that we have we've established that there's no way in hell this could happen, <laughs> yeah. the scene is fucking amazing. <laughs> it is. I, I, like I the love it so much. Twenty five minutes. It's amazing. Yes, I love it so much, dude. I don't care that it's not realistic. It's fucking oh, great. What's fucking wild about this? And I watched a a little tidbit on this before I even watched this movie, and I remembered it. Uh, that is, parts of that scene are practical effects. They built a wood cover and put it on a truck and then had the truck keep a running distance between the chargers. So there are specific scenes in there where it is an actual like wood covered shell on top of another truck. Like they built that whole thing. So like when it's whipping all over the uh the road with them, like that's someone else driving uh, a stunt driver driving alongside the two chargers. Oh, and which then is CGI'd the vault on on the wood covered truck? Yeah. Yeah, so there there's specific sequences of like CG and then there's specific sequences that like I think the first one, as soon as they come out of the police station, when it whips wide on that first shot, like that's all practical effects. And like they CG'd then a vault on top of it, which is a really cool scene, like absolutely mind blowing to me. And like, I'll have to find the video again. I couldn't find it before the show, but like the way that they went about doing that is like they basically like cut a truck in half and like put a vault cover over it. And they're like, oh, yeah, the guy had like 
a fucking eight by 24 inch square cutout of like how he could drive. <laughs> it's fucking insane. It's one I of the coolest seen things this. I've ever seen. Yeah. Was cool. it Mythbusters or something? It was or something on, on YouTube. I maybe um I it might even be like on the special features of the DVD itself. God, yeah, I, re- I remember seeing were, something now that you say that. Yeah, it, it, it was I remember I watched it maybe about a year or so ago and it's like fucking batshit insane how they pulled this off. And it's like it's easily like it made that scene 10 times more enjoyable to watch it knowing that like for all intents it was real. Yeah. yeah. Like they had That's, a real person pulling a vault behind the the two chargers. That's I liked, one. I was just gonna say that's one thing that that the FFCU does really well is a lot of their stunts are all practical effects. You know the 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 I don't even know what type of car it was, but at the end of Fast One, the car flipping over the truck. In this one, the opening shot with that bus getting fucked up when it's going over and over and over, like all of their all of their big stunts are practical stunts. They're not CGIing more than half of what the stunt is, and I think they do that so well. And they they continue that. I see you have a question or a comment, but they continue that throughout the whole. It's it's really impressive. Yeah. Yes, ghost. I was just going to say they do do that. And then some, and it's like you wish they would just do that all the time because sometimes they have like really shitty ones. Like the ones that pop out to me are in the second movie when they jump the bridge. <laughs> and then in the fourth movie, when that gas tanker truck is rolling towards them. Yeah. And it's just all CGI. Well, I mean, that's kind of dangerous as fuck. I don't know how you're going to do that, but. Are you going to fucking roll a gas tanker over? How are they going to do dangerous stunts for a movie? I didn't even notice the gas tanker trunk, truck being a bad CGI job. Oh, it was bad. It was pretty was bad. It? Yeah, like the okay. explosions look like GoldenEye 007 Ooh. explosions. Why are you ragging on GoldenEye? Right? Um, I mean, they looked great for back then, but not for a movie in 2009. Yeah, 96 was they looked a lot better <laughs> um, um i like i like too so <clears throat> i like i like the safe scene but i like that that they that you don't know what's going on in the safe scene until the very end yes of, of everything you know what i mean and then you like you know something's about to happen as soon as the rock looks at the safe but they like at the end of the safe scene like they, they showed a little bit of it. So what it didn't come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they showed it, and then they reused those scenes because they showed like the uh, I think it was a garbage truck. That garbage they truck up, and, yeah. and it, it was honking when they yeah. when they go past it. Yeah, and yeah. It, like, you barely see it at the very end of the scene, like in the <clears> background. <throat> so that it's very subtle. Well, and then you miss it the first time. Yeah. And they and they make sure to call out that they bought themselves like a a ten yeah. second window time frame where no one's going to be able to see what's happening. The there's the gap's too big. Yep. Yeah, and I like you say that through the whole scene. I liked that <laughs> uh, Brian and Dom are communicating through walkie talkies, and then like when the shit hits the fan, they kind of like uh, they stop communicating. They kind of just like. 
they're just in tune with each other's driving on like what they need to do. Like at one point, uh, Dom's trying to pull it by himself and they've like split, you know, and then Brian like throws it in reverse and he's pushing the vault in reverse yeah. while Dom's pulling it on the other side. Like I thought yep. that was cool. That was rad. And like they completely relied on Paul Walker's acting in that whole scene to like his reactions to everything that they were doing. Cause like he had like probably like 15 scenes where he's like reacting and like gets his one liners in there and stuff like that. And Dom has like two scenes where he just like looks over at Brian. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Paul Walker, like Paul Walker carried that scene. Yeah. Like he is, is definitely one of the shining aspects of this franchise, like for sure. Like as much as we kind of dunk on the story and like how cheesy it can be, like, again coming back to like him and vin diesel's chemistry like they really sold a lot of um that series like they they really kind of pull you in yeah i remember when i was watching it just you know it's just kind of his character but you just feel like it's uh he's just it's one of those characters that you get to play because that's kind of like who you are in real life you know like ryan reynolds playing deadpool you know, it's just kind of like it just fits right and as you're watching it or as i was watching it like just paul walker like some of the scenes that he had and like some of the lines and you know he just like laughs and stuff like that he's just like that lovable guy and you're just like damn california too soon yeah yeah Yeah, they still had it in this they did a good job of like still like that charm that he had in the first movie they kept it going through all these movies i would agree with that definitely because Oh God! God, definitely (laughs) could. Wait, okay. Um. So yeah. So I wish they would have kept that vault scene with them two driving it, pulling it, because as impractical as it was, it was a really fucking cool scene. Yeah. But I wish they would have kept it at that instead of like at the end when they get to the highway and Dom's pulling it by himself and basically just uses it as a weapon. Like as a wrecking ball, mm, yeah, and has to do like three nos shots to like get it moving. <laughs> yeah, the nos shots were pretty funny, man. Like yeah. that is totally a callback to the old movies. Still a cool scene, but after he like crushes the first car, you're like, okay, all right, and then he like crushes like twelve more of them. Basically, just takes out this whole army with this box that he's dragging. Let's not around. fucking forget, like he fucking like lops the top off of one of them too with the fucking yeah, lens. That is yeah, so like, rad, just dude. Just, just takes yeah. it right off and it makes that they added that sound too, like shwink. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean up until that part i'm with you on that ghost like that whole the whole sequence of like them going through the city like outside of like them going through like somehow they pulled the vault through the bank and like took out like a half a city block and just like it just oh, kept, they fucked some shit up. Yeah, they fucking wrecked that city. The like, bank is pretty rad. Just having yeah. it tumble through the bank, though. Like as impractical yeah. as it is, just like very impractical. Do-do-do-do. But uh, again, they don't have building codes there, so they don't have to reinforce anything. So all the fucking wire just like cut right through the building. And that's all that mattered. <laughs> um, that whole segment was fantastic up until they got on the bridge. And then they're like. Brian, you go. You're a dad now. You're you're fast dad. I'm fast grandpa. <laughs> and like, then he's just like using it as a club. And it's like, okay, like let's 
wind it back just a bit and like let's get to the next segment and then like i felt like the very the ending with reyes was very anticlimactic like so the, so the ending so yeah dom takes them all out and reyes is like on the ground and then this federal agent just goes and commits murder just goes and murders the <laughs> guy straight up murders him. Yeah. and it's straight so like his own hands and, and, and it's, it's i like i do i personally like that that there's nothing to it there's no words there's no like reyes like begging for his life like the rock just walks up by him and fucking two taps him and then keeps on with his business like like two taps him like fucking pop pop and then like, he begs okay. just a little bit. He's like, hey, help me. And then just fucking just don't. Oh, does he? I didn't even. Yeah, Reyes is like, there's like a, it's like a two second scene and it's like Reyes and he's like on the ground and he's like just crawls out of the, the SUV and he's like, hey, help me. I'm and then just fucking pop, pop. And it's like, okay, there, there's just no more. Reyes is gone. Like he's, he's out of the picture. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes and murders this uh, government official on foreign soil. <laughs> But again, diplomatic community because they killed all of those other Brazilians earlier in the movie. So nothing's going to happen to him because he has the American flag and that's his get out of jail free card. (laughs) So and so which brings up a good point was Reyes actually doing anything wrong. Like they said, like he was like giving the people like schools and stuff so he could like own them. But he was giving them like clean water schools. Well, his money was drug money. Do we know that it was drug yeah, money? Yeah, I think they say that it was drug money. Like, after they get the chip, they realize, like, oh, all the money that he's putting in these drop houses is drug money. Okay. Yeah, because I think been... it's wrong to just gun a guy down in the middle of the street. Yeah. You would think, but again, diplomatic immunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chief of police who I ended up killing accidentally. You invited me into your country. So um, I want to point out. So the end scene, you know, where they're um, at the beach, right? Post everything. Uh, I did like the little detail that um, Paul Walker had a GTR in his driveway. Always. Yep. And and Dom had the charger. Yeah, so they're, but, but yeah, like Paul, Paul Walker said a GTR in every single Fast and the Furious movie to this point. Yep. Really liked that uh, montage scene of like where everyone's at and like what they've wasted their money on or like mm-hmm. used their money on. Oh my and God, like yes. Roman, the, oh man, I fucking love that, that scene with Roman Pierce and uh, Tyree Skipson and Ludacris. Where he's like, no, 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 I'm driving my car. And he's like, what, in this beat up piece of shit? And he's like, no, that one. And it's the same car that Tyrese Gibson just bought. And yeah. he's like, God damn it. <laughs> he's like, what? this is bullshit. What is that car? It's like a Koenigsegg or like a Pagani or something? It's not I have a, no idea. It's not a Pagani. It might be a Koenigsegg then? Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. It doesn't look like like any of I've, I don't know what, what it was. The dude, the fucking, um, the one that, um, Tyrese had though is, is definitely my favorite. I'll take that fucking raw carbon fiber weave over that flat black one that Ludacris had. Yeah. The carbon fiber was sick. Yeah, dude. It like the whole beautiful. car. Yeah. 
Well, and that's what that's like. They do that, like both Koenigsegg and um, Zonda's like they have models that are just that raw carbon fiber. And and not to sidetrack, but I, I watched a documentary on on the Christian who owns Koenigsegg and they 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 fucking they purposely line up the weave on their car parts so that it all flows together. So like the body and the door that is attached to the body, like the carbon fiber weave is hand done and, and lined up so that it flows perfectly. It's all like seamless. Like, yeah, seamless across the car. So the patterns match. So that's, that's insane. I just, I just looked it up. It is a uh, 2010 Sig CCXR. Oh, there you go. What's the going rate for one of those? More Didn't than I'll ever have in my lifetime. Four. There's only four of them. I think four. Country. Yeah. There's only supposed to be one in the entire Western Hemisphere. I mean, those cars are <laughs> typically like half million <laughs> up, aren't they? This one supposedly is starting at seven hundred thousand. Yeah. And I don't know how to spell Koenigsegg. I don't. Even, what I don't want to sound dumb, but do you think that was the actual car? In the movie, I mean, or a, car, or a car made to look like it. it I, I would, I, knowing knowing the personality of Christian that runs that company, I would totally see him loaning out those cars to be in that end shot on that private beach, wherever the fuck it was. Oh, you definitely want your car in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, yeah, I could oh, totally sure. see him doing that. Yeah, like I, I don't think there's any way that they would make a. Uh, a, a kit car essentially to make it look like one car over the other. I think 100% they had legitimate CCXRs in that shot. I just looked up a 2020 Koenigsegg and it starts at 1.9 million. Is that the Agera R? Regera? Regera R or whatever. Yeah. Twin turbo, five liter V8, 1500 horsepower. Yeah, they're fucking insane cars, and they weigh nothing. Yep, I'm a big fan. <laughs> One day. Yeah. One day. I mean, I, it's, you know, it, it's like, um, I appreciate that supercar and like all the, and the, you know, like the attention to detail and like that in a Zonda versus like, like a multi-billion dollar company like Volkswagen putting out um their Bugattis, right? Like, like Bugatti might be the fastest top speed, but dude, it's not the same as like a handcrafted like piece of art, right? I, I don't yeah. think the Bugattis are uh, good to look at either. I don't think no, they're, they're ugly as cars. fuck. They're yeah, totally you're buying like, a badge, uh, especially the they, Chiron. To me, they look like Chiron. Audi R8s. Like they just they look like another sports Whoa. car to me. <laughs> Whoa! Watch it! Watch it! The Audi R8. I mean, it, it, if, you're buy, if you're buying that car, though, you're buying it for the badge. It's like buying a Range Rover. You know what I mean? Like you're I not buying a, a Range Rover. You're not buying a Range Rover because <laughs> you want a quality fucking yeah. vehicle. You're buying a Range Rover because you want to flex that you have a Range Rover. Well, I guess Jay has to go sell his Range Rover now. No, dude, I fucking drive a Honda Civic. What are you talking about? <laughs> Twenty thirteen LX. Fucking, it's He's got the neon lights underneath of it, though. Don't let him fool Fuck you. Yeah, dude. Spitters yeah. and shit. A spoiler. Is it black yeah, with I, green neons? 
No, it's silver with white neons. Does it have a bunch of VCRs in the trunk? (laughs) He puts one of those furry steering wheel covers on it so he can't actually grip his steering wheel and he'll die when uh, the last (laughs) breaks. Good Lord. (laughs) That that would probably live my life out here in Indiana. See, we also don't have building codes or driving codes or actually (laughs) any car. Would you say Um, you live your life a quarter mile at a time? God damn it. Do you guys? Okay. Anything, that, no. Roll credits. Anything else on this movie? Uh, I, I want to yeah. touch on one thing, but I don't want to go into huge detail. Yeah. We didn't talk about the new love interest at any point in this movie. Uh, oh, Dom's Chris Hemsworth's wife? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we talked about her having a nice smile from The Rock's character, but that mm-hmm. was it. We didn't say anything else about her character at all. Well, yeah, that the girl true. from uh, Altered Carbon. Yeah, she's a good actress. I like her. Yeah, the problem oh, is her? that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the detective. I didn't put that together. I, I know she looks way different with with uh, light and like she has almost like dirty blonde hair, and then yeah. in Altered Carbon she has like pitch black, like very typical, like almost Latina hair. It's nice scene in that show. Yeah, you know uh, that's Thor's wife, right? Good for him. Yeah, dude. Bravo. <laughs> uh, she's like 10 years older than him and doesn't look like it at all. No, not at all. She, yeah. Um, is that all we were going to say about that? Yeah, I just wanted to bring okay. that up. We no, didn't say I, I a single thing so. about her. Yeah. Yeah. Not to go to in huge detail, but the dialogue between Vin Diesel and her just on Huge. Vin Diesel's part is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Like he just mumbles at her. That and scene where nothing. he breaks into her apartment and he's leaving, like it just sounded like he had marbles in his mouth to me. I just heard, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "You want to run that back by me again, Vin Diesel? <laughs> yeah, you wanna, what did you just say? Did you just say I am Groot? <laughs> oh, that's funny, dude. Uh, I like her though. She's a very likable character. Yeah, she's a great actress. Yeah. She, if you've never seen Altered Carbon, highly recommend it. Watch the first season. First season's great. Second season's total ass. Don't even really. Bother. I haven't yeah. watched it. It's not good. It's so bad. Uh, my girlfriend and I didn't even finish the season finale. We were like, yeah. No. Show. <laughs> when did Altered Carbon come out? I don't see that on her. Uh, 2016? 2017? Um, okay. Anything else movie-wise? Yes. One last thing I wanted to mention. Yes. Uh the whoever fucking mixed the sound in this movie did a fucking phenomenal job. So I have my my whole home theater set up now at the new house, and little uh, flex. Yeah, humble brag. But I guess the, the reason I bring this up is when I watch the other movies, I just had the front three speakers and a subwoofer, and like sounded good. It got the movie experience, but like. Man, when the cars are like zipping by you and like when bullets are going over, like whoever mixed the fuck out of this movie, like did a phenomenal job. And it's probably one of the best sounding movies I've watched so far on my theater downstairs. Like it is like it it put like Avengers and Matrix to shame. Mm. Like and those are like solely like, I guess, more action, typical action movies. Um yeah, that's the one thing I, I wanted to call out on. On the, that was like the last thing I had on my notes is like, it sounded fucking phenomenal, and it, it kind of makes me wish I'd gone and seen Fast Nine in theaters. The scene on the bridge where it, it cuts the cop SUV in half, and 
and the cable is just like shwink. Yeah. (laughs) So when that happened, like I heard it go from like my front right speaker in the overhead and like ends in like my back left speaker. And like, it sounded like the cable went over the top of me. It was, it's awesome. Like this movie was 10 out of 10 sound wise. So watch party for fast seven at your place. Mm hmm. Before the I will yeah. fucking make us ribs. I will fucking. Oh my god! Let's do this. Town. How like, far is this drive? Uh, you're About twenty in, minutes. Is it? Is yeah, it twenty minutes from you, Nessie? Yeah. It's How far right is it from Chicago? Road, Chat, yeah. Ch- Chicago. Uh, um, depends on what uh, forty or maybe forty opposite of me, right? Oh, oh yeah, from the airport. Uh, no, no. I'm just, I'm just thinking like Chicago's like six hours for me. So is this like a seven-hour drive? Yeah, another forty minutes would be right. Okay. Yeah. So you seven-ish hours for you. I don't know where you're at either. So Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh yeah, Minneapolis. Um, that's like a, almost like an exactly seven-hour drive to my doorstep. Yeah. Cool. So seven like, hours past seven, you know. Yeah, perfect. I'll fucking boot up the <laughs> fire up the Traeger. We'll do fucking ribs. I'll I'll go to fucking town. So uh, absolutely. Tori has no say. My girlfriend has no say in this. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> strangers at the house. I like She's this. Like, Who the fuck are these people? I'm like, don't worry, don't worry about, about it. it. We're doing ribs. Why doesn't that one guy wear sleeves? Why are why is this, <laughs> why is this tiny car asshole. in the driveway? <laughs> Driving um, this Miata. Yeah, is there a lady at the house? I saw a Miata in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Are you cheating on me? Someone, dropped, someone dropped a hair dryer in the lawn. <laughs> oh god! You, you don't use hair dryer, do you? Fuck yeah, I do. Oh god! <laughs> I bring it to Rob's house when I stay at his house. It's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. Uh, that's yeah. all I had. Okay. Yeah. So everyone, on the sound. movie, like it, dislike it. Loved it. Um, Loved it. Really, Rob? Yeah. yeah. My wow. Man. Wow. It stopped trying. I don't know. I've never been a car guy, which is why like the first four are like whatever. They're fun, but I have always been an action movie guy. So now that they switched over from being car movies to more like yeah let's just uh suspend realism and just do stupid shit and i'm like yeah i can i can get behind that yeah sick I like i've never it. been a i've never been a car guy either which is why i also drive a miata um <laughs> but i <laughs> i forgot how, i forgot how enjoyable this movie was i'm like i feel like i put this right underneath the first one as far as like favorite movie oh like yeah series yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Five is pretty great, man. Yeah, yeah. Definitely enjoyed it. Um, I think my my favorite still of the four I've watched for this review party, um, Tokyo Drift is still my favorite. Like, there's just something really endearing about that that movie that I just I could sit down and watch it no problem. Hmm. Oh, what are we, what are we giving it? I'm giving it an eight. Damn. I can't remember what I gave the first one. Yeah, yeah that's my problem too. I don't know what to do for that yeah. because I don't remember any of the stuff I actually gave. Yeah. Or we had show notes to like record this stuff in. Uh, no, it's a lot of work. 
You need not show notes. You need someone that that wants to take notes. You need a secretary. No, fuck that noise. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I I I don't know if I'll put a number on it just because I don't remember where I gauge the other ones, but I will say ranking the first three and five like definitely like three is is my number one five is my number two fast one is is three and then too fast is is dead last still (laughs) too fast is a fucking too fast is definitely dead last still yeah yeah like that that movie um it's that not movie good. Fucking sucks. <laughs> like, there's no other way to cut it. That movie sucks. Okay. Let's talk video games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I played those in the past. Um, we haven't talked to you guys since Trials went live. What do you think of Trials? Depending on what weekend we're talking about. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I think we can all agree that that it's cool that they experimented with Trials Labs, but uh, it was a failed experiment this past weekend. I don't want to go failed. The control point? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think. I, I mean, I think failed is the wrong word for it. I agree with you. I, I agree. think it was less sure. fun than it could have been, or than other stuff is. But I would yeah. go failed. I yeah, think it, it definitely think, needs more time in the oven. Like, I don't think it's failed, but it's not fully baked either. It. It did a good job of changing the dynamic of the game. Like yes. it, it didn't make you play a certain way, or at least think about playing a certain way. Versus, you know, it's just all just whoever can kill each other faster. You know, you did have a little strategy of like you could turtle up if you had the point on your side, or you had to be the aggressor if the other team was turtling up. So, like, it did do its job in changing that dynamic. Just maybe not in the way that was fun for the community so that part needs to be adjusted with that okay so the the big problem i had with it is it was way too predictable to know how you could easily force a spawn so if you were up you know four one and you give them the the opponents the other that round and now you're up four two now you have the spawn on your side and now you could just turtle and you could just win it out with supers. It was way pre- too predictable in that aspect. Is that 100% true, though? I thought it was yes. uh, if you had it, if it was on their side and they won, it went back to the middle. And then if it was in the middle, it went back to your side if you lost. So you'd have had to lose two ro- rounds in a row, right? No. So the only time it goes back to the middle is if it's tied. So if it's 2 2 or okay. 3 3 4 4, it I goes didn't back play to the nearly middle. enough, clearly. Yeah, so that's my big problem. I also had a problem that it spawned literally at the start of the match. I would have liked it to be a bit more random. So I definitely think there's room for that to grow. But I think it's a step in the right direction because it allowed for a lot of different play dynamics. Like, I very much enjoy flanking and trying to put pressure on another team. And so if they're turtling on a point... Yeah, like bird dog tactics, as as Mark says. Uh, (laughs) Like... It, it allowed for a lot different styles of play versus just like everybody turtle up and you have to to lane this one hallway or you you have to to split off into two and one like there's something there but what that is i think there's there's still something like quote unquote baking for them to do yeah and they they did mention in the twab that that the spawn points of the capture point that they want to rethink 
it so it's it doesn't give a team a, a big advantage, you know. So it's cool that they they're already taking that criticism and they're like, yeah, hopefully in December we'll have a new version of this where we don't spawn the capture points like on 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 your location. I was just gonna say it. it the fact that the point did move changed the strategy throughout one game throughout a single game so like from round to round it would change which is kind of nice because you're not just rushing the middle every time for five rounds for seven games you know so it kind of kept it interesting at at that point well and they called that out in the twab too they said um when they were play testing it uh central spawn location every time just made for really boring predictable games yep so yeah I, i i think it's I really, really mm. like that they're experimenting with things and changing things and listening to the community, like even on the matchmaking stuff, like they're like, OK, this is why we think like the flawless pool was good, you know, and turning it on on Sunday was good. Here are the numbers of populations and when people went flawless and what games people were getting pub stomped on and the percentage of pub stomp games. And, you know, they like really broke our starting to break down the numbers in these twabs and be like, you know, we saw um, we saw a win ratio of this percent and then we turned on the flawless pool and then it changed down to this percent, which is what we were hoping, you know, and I don't know. I like what, that part of it. What do you think of the flawless pool? So it's really funny because we went flawless and uh, on Friday um, and we were like, dude, they, they turned it on. They said they weren't going to turn it on till Sunday, but it really like the games are really noticeably sweaty. Well, we were trying to go flawless again. So we were resetting our card if we got two losses and there was a bug in the system. So your first two games, you were actually in the flawless pool and then game three and on, you were no longer in the flawless pool. So we were like resetting our cards, continuing to keep us in the flawless pool on Friday and Saturday. Had we had just left our cards, we would have been fine with the matchmaking. Was that that throughout the whole weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Was that that exclusive to this past weekend or was that for the first two weekends as well? No, so Flawless Pool Week 2 was the entire weekend. The Flawless Pool this past weekend was supposed to not start until Sunday. But what happened was there was a bug in the system. So on Friday and Saturday, if you went Flawless, your first two games, you were potentially in the Flawless Pool. And then games 3 through 7, you were were in the regular matchmaking again. And that is why, and we noticed it too, because the games got really fucking easy at the end of the card again. Dude, that's interesting you say it because I did a whole metric shit ton of uh, solo trials on Friday and like I could not get past like two wins. Like I would just fucking just get stonewalled and then I I happened to get past one match and I got into to win three and then like I was just leveling teams and it was like what like what the fuck happened and so like (laughs) that makes it seem like because I didn't go flawless until like two o'clock my time on Sunday. So after the flawless pool went live and it was a fucking cakewalk for my team. Like we like seven up, seven down, like that was it. And we were done for the afternoon. Um, but that what Friday, day? like Sunday, Sunday, like right after fl- the flawless pool went live, like we just kind of cakewalked through everyone. 
Um, but that makes a lot more sense because Friday was sweat fast and like those first two to three matches were fucking rough to say the least. I didn't think about if you go no, flawless, the it only What were you gonna say? I was gonna say the the pool was only affecting you if you went flawless already. So you had to go flawless for the bug to kick in. Yeah. On so, Friday and Saturday. Um I don't know, maybe I just sucked then. I don't know, yeah. but it, it, it oh, very much, yeah, I think it very much felt like there was this this massive like interesting skill gap on matches one and two, and then the the one time I did get to three, I was like, man, this is way easier. I yeah, I I like that feeling though because I feel like the cards, uh, the end of the cards were like they were in week one where the first couple games were sweaty and then the the back half of the card was kind of a cakewalk. And I did, I do like that. So I didn't think about the fact that if you are entered into the flawless pool, you're now matchmaking with everyone else that's gone flawless, right? You're not mm -hmm. matchmaking. There's no chance of you now playing someone outside of that pool. So the more no, people you know, if, if they're friends, if they're in a party, yeah. And if it takes long enough to find a game, sometimes they'll drop you down too. Okay. So that's so the only case where you can match up with a party completely uh, void of flawless players. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So the more people that go flawless, the easier it is for the people that haven't gone flawless to go flawless. Yeah. And that's what the numbers showed. They, 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 they had it was a pretty significant percentage difference once that pool was activated. If they're playing with people, if all of their teammates haven't gone flawless, yes. Because the shitty thing is, is if you don't normally play trials until Monday, all of your friends have all gone your flawless. friends have gone yeah. flawless and you're yeah. screwed. Yeah. Or if my skill level and all of your friends are better than you, you're constantly playing the really fucking hard players every game. It's true. So I played with Nessie and Clay, right? The first mm -hmm. on Monday. And I think the best we got was five wins. Um, and then I played because you both got off at the same time. I played with Stormy and No, Clay got off and it was you, me and Stormy for a bit. Oh, it was you, me and Stormy. And then yeah. you and Stormy got off at the same time. And then I played with Mark and TJ, I think. And then, like, well, there's your. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get out of uh, three wins. Couldn't get past three wins. It's so, like at that point, we we're just playing all the sweaties, and it was. Rough. Um. Yeah. We. So we. I hung out with you guys, and like Wolf was in chat, and a bunch of other people. While you guys were playing, and then um, Dex messaged me about playing, and so I saw Wolf was also solo queuing, and I was solo queuing. So I was like, "Hey, man, you wanna wanna be our third? Um, and so we went and played and it was so weird, man, because we fucking, I think we reset the first game and then we went to game six before we took a loss and we went up against a super, we got fucking stomped on game six. And this whole time we were just, Dex was doing his thing. We were just rolling, right? Wolf and I were having great games, like. And after we took that loss on game six, we got fucking stomped for like an hour straight, dude. <laughs> like we could not do 
we could not win a game to save our life. And we were just re- we were like, OK, reset the card. OK, reset the card. OK, last time, reset the card. And then we yeah. finally got to the point of the night where Wolf was like, oh, all right, for real, this is my last reset. And I was just kind of like in my head, I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to continue playing like this sucks. We were close and now we're just getting our asses handed to us like over and over again. And we lost game two. We had one win on the card and our mercy went to game two. And then we went flawless. Like we're like, now nah, we're not going to reset it. And then we just fucking went all the way like to seven. Nice. And it was crazy. Um, and it was weird, like how the matchmaking just changed like that. Right. So <laughs> uh, up until let's see. So it was really funny. So Dex joined um, our our group or whatever. He's like, so I'm kind of on point with my headshots this weekend. He had while we were running those games. He had 77 out of 77 headshots with his sniper rifle. Jesus he did not. Lord. He hit a body shot on the 78th kill. So he had one body shot. And then by the time we went flawless, he had 93, uh, 93 kills. 92 of them were headshots. He had a 99% headshot ratio on his adored this weekend. That sounds like Dex. Did they Peter. buff Adored? Because I, I felt like when I used it, I couldn't hit shit with it. Something I still think occluded finality is way better, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Way better. I was yeah. using something dude. like Sorry. definitely feels like it. No, I, I was just going to say like something definitely feels like it changed because I was talking with my friends on, on PlayStation about this is like I'm hitting headshots way more consistently yeah. since the season dropped. I don't know if there was like an unintentional rollback or what but like a door just feels really snappy again um succession feels really good uh I, I forget what else i've been playing with but like bite of the fox has been feeling great like everything about snipers right now just feels very very enjoyable there's a um there's a sniper rifle part and a sidearm part to the iron banner quest this week so I decided to like pull my no land roots and I'm like, well, I'm just having fun like solo queuing today. I'm going to run occluded finality and sidearm as my loadout, you know, until I complete these parts of the quest. And dude, I was hitting fucking headshots where I was like, there's no way I hit that headshot. <laughs> it's a good feeling. And I don't know if it's like opening shot in that sniper rifle, but dude, it was. It was had me going like man maybe i need to be sniping and not vooping what uh sidearm did you use um i used the new iron banner sidearm oh the one they give you for the quest um no i had a couple in my vault where is it he no i maybe it's not i use the peace bond it's a three burst Mm mm-hmm Adaptive frame, and I had snapshot under pressure, steady rounds, arrowhead with yeah, the handling, handling masterwork. Okay, yeah, sliders. yeah, with the handling masterwork, and it just, dude, it fucking melted people. Like I was really, I am not a sidearm fan, and I was really surprised at the amount of shotguns I shut down. And I, I am running. I was on my hunter, so I was running ten mobility, so I could backtrack pretty fast. 
but I was really impressed with my ability to escape shotgun pushes. So I have a uh, sidearm called Punching Out. I don't know if that's a new one this season or not. Uh, Vanguard, I I think, from Strikes. Yeah, it's one of the fully auto ones, I guess. And it rips. It's crazy how fast it kills people if you hit headshots. Like it's like when I use it, I'm like, why don't more people use sidearms? Yeah, they do. I said, yeah, I saw Canner. Canner was rocking a sidearm. And that's why I used it because I I think I was playing with Canner at the time and we were playing uh, whatever 3v3 game type it was that weekend. Yeah, I want to mess with a sidearm. And I pulled that thing and I was like, man, this thing's awesome. Like I might be onto something here. Yeah. He's been rocking sidearm for as long as mm-hmm. I've been playing with him, and it's always been um, the previous Iron Banner one. I think it's called Fool's Remedy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Full auto, same. Baden is fucking half Dan or whatever. His super slow firing yeah, auto, auto rifle. Yep. Yeah, that no one else can use to success. <laughs> yeah, the Fool's Remedy. I think it's like. I think it's the same <sighs> sidearm, just a different skin on it. Yeah. I was playing I'm with sorry. him when he eclipsed like 13,000 kills with that. Like Jesus. three weeks ago. It was crazy. Yep. Same uh, RPM archetype. Full auto. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I like what they're doing with trials. Um, I still played a lot this weekend. I don't think I played the amount that I played the previous weekends, but I got I got to Lighthouse early with Mark and Stormy. Like not planned, just I was solo queuing and Stormy hopped on and Mark hopped on and things happen. I'd and then all the, the What were we saying? I was gonna say, and then all the school kids got home and we got fucking stomped for like an hour and then we all <laughs> said goodbye <laughs> to each other. <laughs> I'd like to see trials where the Matchmaking is random, regardless of how many wins you have. I dude, I loved week one. Was yeah. it random then? It yep. wasn't random, oh. but it was it was it was still card based, but it felt more random. It felt more like a comp match, you know, where you had every every game you had a chance to win. Yeah. I I think if it's random, it could be harder and it could be easier. Yeah. It's just the luck of the draw, right? Yep. I think that's how, I I think it's how it should be. That's why, I, I mean, I used to go flawless like all the time in House of Wolves, like back in the day, like <laughs> when it was like true random matchmaking. Um, and I loved it back then. And then once they changed it to, to card based and um, whatever their ELO equivalent is on the back end, um, like it just became way too difficult. Like and plus, like that skill ceiling just like shot through the fucking roof with like right. Dr. Lupo and Cami and uh Kuje and all them just dominating. Um yeah, it definitely changed the dynamic a lot. But I would like to see a bit more randomness um to uh the matchmaking as well. I feel like it is better than it used to be though. I mean it it's it still feels yeah. better than Trials of the Nine ever was or or the other version of trials like i feel like i feel like they're at least making progress to a more enjoyable trials experience absolutely um my long-term goal is for trials is i would love to see them do a like a rank 
uh, system, like the first weekend of trials, you have to place like uh, Overwatch when they reset their seasons. Like, hey, I'm Platinum 3, so I'm going to rank with people that are Platinum 4 or Platinum 2. And so like I'm going to stay in that skill gap, and then I'll rank up over time. So I'd like to see something even maybe a bit more skill-based. I know. And what do you do uh, about playing with friends? Um, I think it ends up um, you end up playing with the highest skilled player at that point in Overwatch. I'm not a huge Overwatch player, um, but I think you end up having to play with them. Um, I know you tell your bitch ass friends to get better. Yeah, Damn. exactly. Tell them to fucking figure their question. shit out. Yeah. Um, but I know with like Rocket League, like if you are between bronze and gold you can play together and then once you hit platinum you can only play with other platinum players because that so i mean i think there's something there to it maybe not that strict but um i think there there's definitely more room for them to to grow trials and i think there's a way for that it to come back and be a top ranking um twitch directory every weekend we're talking too much destiny ghosts is fucking booting up the game and getting ready to play right now a lot (laughs) I am. I'm getting ready. Fuck around and find out. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like a little notification. Little bird. Little bird is uh, telling on you, ghost. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll be playing Iron Banner after we get off here. All right, rad. Well, let's fucking end this shit. I want to play some Iron Banner. <laughs> um, whose fucking show is this, anyways? Uh, <laughs> My show now, bitches. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to give an update on H, right? Because he finished his great cycle challenge. So he rode um, over 500 miles. His goal was 500 miles. He rode 501 miles in the what month of September. Hell yeah, dude. That's like he tapped out a little early. Just got his, that well, one mile so, over and then just like, I'm out. So um, a little, a little... A little behind the scenes, he ended up getting his um, COVID shot and he must he thinks he had COVID at some point because he got fucking sick. So like three quarters of the way through the month, like he got really fucking sick and had to take a couple days off and he couldn't even ride. So the fact that he hit 500 miles and having like a week where he was just like fucked up and couldn't log his normal like miles that he's been training for. Um, that's pretty rad. Well, and you're not right after it. Like, there's still like lingering oh, yeah. effects that people don't understand, like why they, ha- like what's happening to them after, like athletes not being able to perform, like after having COVID and then being rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, insane, all kinds of crazy shit. And so, um, but his goal to raise money was five hundred dollars, and he ended up raising over twelve hundred dollars. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. super cool. So anyways, I just wanted to give an update because we were kind of following him along on so the is show. That, is that closed? Can people yes. still donate or no? Uh, so you can technically donate for 15 minutes. Oh, it, it ends tonight, <laughs> right? I, well, I mean, it's September. So I mean, I'm, I'm sure that they would allow you to donate in October, but it it, it ends in October, October 1st. So. God, it's crazy. It's already October. I know, yep. right? It's spooky season, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pumpkin spice latte season, we're, y'all. We're all about... No, that was August. Uh, we're all about the Halloween <laughs> in this house. 
oh my god my girlfriend is like obsessed with it and she is like already started to pull out the halloween decorations like tonight she's like you know what these are going up tomorrow and i'm like oh like please give me like two extra days we have we have multiple halloween trees like christmas trees in my house yeah you guys are a bunch of weirdos i mm-hmm. like that about you mm-hmm. that is shit like looking like they came out a nightmare before christmas like just all haggard and <laughs> no, no. One of them's an actual Christmas tree that we had that was pre-lit, where the lights stopped working. So we we bought a new one when we moved, and so the missus went out, cut all the lights off of it, and spray painted it black. And now oh, it's yeah. a Halloween tree. Fucking metal, right? So okay. no lights on it. No, she not. Then she went out and bought purple lights. So it's a black purple tree black. with with purple. That's hot. Purple. Purple okay. lights on it. I was thinking orange, but yeah, purple. Okay. Well, it, she has orange and black ornaments. Oh, she's a pro. Dude. Yeah, it's it's fucking it's good. It's Her good. and Natalie would get along. Yeah, yeah. I love decorating for the holidays. Tori, Tori, and and your wife would definitely get along. Like Tori is all about the spooky season. All right, so we set them up on a Halloween decorating party. We watch Fast Seven in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> this is all coming together. It's gonna be ribs. I'm here for the ribs. Yeah, like I the... did ribs last weekend for um the same friend that Cam and I have, and like we did baby back ribs and they were like f- the bone, like you could just peel straight out of the meat. Like they were so tender. Oh, it was yum. fucking 10 out of 10. So yeah, if you if you're ever in the Chicago area, yes, ribs are absolutely a possibility. I'll be in the this. Sh- I'll be in the Chicago area in about two weeks. For do an you, hour uh, and a half. <laughs> do you smoke your ribs? Or do you uh, yeah, I have a, a Traeger. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Pretty legit. Humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be in Chicago for like an hour or two. Yeah, and then we're gonna be hop on to... that hop on that plane yeah. with Nessie and go to Albuquerque, get tacos. Oh shit. <laughs> is that two weeks? Hell yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah, daddy. Yeah, damn. Get your life right. The 14th is coming. <laughs> I'm pumped, man. Jesus Christ, that is good. two weeks away. Yeah. 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 What is it again? Is it the this is the beer fest? No, no? this is uh Albuquerque. Taco. Oh, Taco okay. time. Taco time with Chuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and Hippo? Hippo. Yeah, don't yep. forget Hippo. Hippo Hippo sent me a couple of trails to run, so I think I'm gonna run pack my shoes and wake up early in the morning and do a fucking run up the mountain by myself on Saturday. Sounds awful. Yeah, you have fun with that. <laughs> what do you mean you're going to go by yourself? Hippo's not going to go with you? No, no one, no one in the party wants to. sent you these to... trails. He's like, take a hike. No one, no one <laughs> wants yeah, to get out of here. early. Hey, here's somewhere that you can go to leave us the fuck alone when you're down here. No, like we're <laughs> basically what the trip is anyways. <laughs> No, where we're staying is is really close to the trail, and the mountain's pretty cool. So nice. That sounds I fun. I, yeah, I might as well take advantage, right? Rob, Absolutely. you and Chuck gonna have your uh, wrestling match? Or are you gonna be cowards and use spiders as an excuse again? Uh, I think uh, Chuck has been looking forward to wrestling Nessie. Oh, Chuck told me like word for word, he's gonna violence the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope, hope you're ready for that. That's gonna be a great time. You might want to take your running shoes down there with you. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck is definitely choosing violence today. Chuck's gonna get <laughs> fucked up. 
<laughs> oh, I love it, dude. Um, okay, anything else, Destiny, or you guys? Do you guys play New World at all? Nah. Okay. No, nah, you can have Clay on the show for that bullshit. I, yep. I would like to play it. It's a game that I probably would enjoy, and then I would never ever see anybody ever again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I I don't care how great it is. I don't have time in my life for another video game. Nope. Okay, we're all on the same page. You ain't got <laughs> fuck around time, right, Ian? You got no fuck around time. Uh, awesome. Um. So, <laughs> anything else on games and movies, or we add music and fucking go and play an Iron Banner? Uh, we're gonna go play some Iron Banner, but don't forget to go see Venom this weekend. Just yeah. came out. Yeah. Yep. Hey, and Venom. um, um, after credit ahead. scene sounds fucking crazy. Town banana whoa, pants. Whoa, I won't spoil whoa. it. But wow, dude. Why are you reading about end credit scenes without watching the movie yet? Because I got a fucking problem, y'all. I spoil the <laughs> shit out of shit for myself. <laughs> that is a problem. I can't help it. So you can you confirm how many scenes there are? That way I don't sit there for nothing. No, 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 no. I, I want to know that. Too much. I will I'll hang DM up. you. I will hang up. Nessie, I'll okay, DM, DM you. me that shit. Because I don't want to yeah, be there DM, for 40 minutes watching credits. Too. Bro, there's an app called After Credits. Download it. It's free. What's that do? It just tells you if it's there or not. That's all I want to know. Why can't he tell me that? He just did. He already told us that there's an after Some people might not want to hear that. I want to know if there's two or not. Yeah, there's there's like a oh, there's like an after after credit scene, and then there's like a after movie scene. Yeah, there's mid mid credit and then after credit. Yeah, that's one. The mid credits always get missed by me if I'm on streaming because I'm like I want to watch this shit. Let's go to the very end and see. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. I'm super excited for that. And also, um, a show favorite band Zarface has two new songs on the new. Oh, wait, there we go. Album. Nope. Just. What is it? What does that say? Yeah, we can't read it, dude. It's not. Just read it you, to me. Tell us. God damn I'm it! I'm trying to show you the layout of the app. That's yeah, cool. What's the What's it's the like, one on the left say? Yeah. So oh, it's, yes. It has during credits, during has during credits, or mid credits, and then after credits. So it doesn't have an after credit, just mid credit. Yeah, got it. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for spoiling on that. Appreciate it. <laughs> That's what the app looks like. It's like a little, looks like a little blurry icon. Fucking sweet. Blacker. I'm so pumped. <laughs> Just so pumped. Oh, it's great. Yes. Okay. Let's uh let's add music and go play games. Fuck yeah, daddy. Let's do it. Uh, all right. So this week uh Ben has the band There's no there's no vowels, it's just consonants. How would you say it, Rob? Harvard. <laughs> are you are you recommending Harvard? <laughs> French girls by Harvard. <laughs> the song is called French Girl Solution. Oh, God, that was perfect, dude. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, added. Did I add it twice? Maybe. Yes, I did. Don't add. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Rob, what do you got for me? Uh, gooey, Glass Animals. Buddy. Solid. It's the first uh, Glass Animals song I ever listened to. Good one. Got you hooked on them now, huh? 
A little bit, yeah. Can't wait to go see him in the the spring. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Lake Monster, what do you got for me? Uh, Doses and Mimosas by Cherub. C-H-E-R-U-B. Got it. Uh, Spectre, which one are you going with? So I'm assuming that one was me. Yeah, like it's another word for ghost. Come on, man. Is it? Didn't didn't you look at the show notes? I I looked at it and I was confused. I figured I wasn't Captain Mammary Glands. (laughs) I kind of knew who that one was. Uh, I knew I wasn't Lake Monster. I knew I wasn't Fluffinator. I'm not Ben. So there was J Clean and Spectre. So I figured J Clean was J. Yeah, that seems like a reasonable uh, guess in the grand scheme of things. I'm glad that you can think critically, Ghost. And it's a Spector, like S P E C T O R, not Uh, not Phil Specter, not R E. You know, out there murdering people. That's 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 (laughs) how it's spelled. It's spelled like Phil Specter. Come on. Okay, so I'm torn uh, between the two songs that I want to add. I've already added both these bands before, but it's been a while. Option two. Option two? Yeah. Okay. So just in 1975, the last time I was on the podcast. Who did it? I think you. I did it? Someone else? Oh, fuck. Now I gotta look. All right. Let's skip Ghost. He's fucking unprepared as usual. All All right. What do you got for me, Jay Clean? Uh, it's the song Blackout by Turnstile. Uh, it's off their new album, uh, Glow, that came out about a month or so ago. Um, it is some East Coast hardcore, and it's way different than like your typical like Black Flag or anything like that. It's very interesting hardcore. Ooh. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 okay, cool. What are you doing? So, the 19- what are you doing, Ghost? The 1975 is not on day three playlist. Uh, for the record, I was prepared. Jay's just a fucking liar. Damn. So, <laughs> Someone's getting Venom spoiled for him now because I know the whole plot of this goddamn movie. <laughs> He's going to wake up with this fucking text. All right. <laughs> like uh, yeah. problem. You're adding I like America. America likes me. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. Okay, and I am. Okay, I am going to be adding Assassination Day uh, by DJ Muggs, MF Doom, and Cool G Rap. And, um, shit, I didn't realize there's two different versions of this song and they're like a fucking minute difference. Mm. Unprepared as usual. I know, dude, right? Well, the good news is I just added this to. One of my personal playlists. Um, yeah, so I did not know about this song. Like, I've never heard about this song. Uh, it was on my Discover Weekly playlist this week. And um, man, I love this song. It's got this like old school, like dirty, grimy, gangster hip hop vibe to it, man. Um, and MF Doom is on point with his fucking with his 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 rhymes on this one so 
hopefully you will like it if you like hip hop. Uh, if not, then I am disappointing you every week anyways. So <laughs> pound sand. Uh, <laughs> no, it's good though. I really like it. I put it in. Um, I put it in the music channel too this week. So cool. Uh, we good boys? Oh, can I add one more thing? Yeah. And this is where the edit cuts back in. Thanks for enjoying our show. I cut out all that crap between what Ghost said. Hold on, we got to do one more thing. And this point. So now the show is over. Congrats. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Love you. Good night. I love you. Bye-bye. Hope you find your dad. Gator loves feet. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.